grown men who care way more than they should. Glenn Clark. Glenn, no way. I'm sorry, Aaron. Did Alicia Fox call you the man beast? AJ Francis. And of course, everyone boos Roman Reigns, even though he puts on the best match of the night. Aaron Oster. Guys, look, there's that one time. You know, <laughs> oh, geez, Aaron. You're the worst. You are the worst. This is jobbing out. Boy, it's weird when we're all here and we're all at the same time. Jeez, what is up? up that? Welcome in. It is episode number six nine six nine six nine six nine six nine. That is correct. Of jobbing out, I am Glenn Clark. He is Aaron Oster from the Baltimore Sun and Rolling Stone, and with us in the flesh, the main event. Vent, vent, vent. AJ Francis of the Washington Redskins, who's in town because uh, his dad's team, Old Mill. Yep. Getting ready for the uh, state semifinals tonight. Yep, they're playing on um, Bladensburg. I'm rooting like hell for them, and then they'll get their ass kicked on Saturday. That's how that's going to go. Barry Hall <laughs> is the one team that, like, realistically, it's the state semifinals. Anything happen. Right. But um, Perry Hall is the one team that I think going into it is a better team than my dad's team. Defending state champions, yeah. Perry Hall, of course. Now, I do not fear Bladensburg at all. They okay. have one very, very good player, and they got a couple players that can make shots. All right. If those kids aren't making their shots tonight, they will lose by a lot. Okay. All right. Because um, uh, they can't guard. They cannot guard my dad's guards. And um, uh, I forget who. Who's Perry Hall playing? Uh, they're playing Gaithersburg? Gaithersburg, yes. yeah. Gaithersburg, I'm not worried about at all. Right. Um, I also don't think that they have a chance versus Perry Hall, so I'm really right. Not right, not really a concern. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I hear you. <laughs> but Saturday night's the uh, championship game at the four A level, so AJ's in town to support his dad, support yeah. Old Mill, um, and we're happy to have him. We got a lot to do this week. Later on in the show, we're going to chat. This is going to be an interesting conversation. Former WWE star Chris Nowinski is going to join the program. Uh, we're going to be talking a little bit of wrestling. We're also going to talk some football with him. Um, there was a bill that was recently voted down in Maryland that he was a champion of that would ban kids under the age of 14 from tackling in football and some other uh, activities. And it's weird because AJ is a football player, so I figure he might have an opinion or two about the subject. Mm-hmm. And I just think the conversation could be really interesting. We'll also talk about some nerdy wrestling stuff with Chris Nowinski a little bit later on in the show, who I believe remains persona non grata with WWE at this point because he has the audacity to not want guys to have serious head injuries. Weird. And apparently that's Weird. some sort of problem. Um, before we do any of that and before we make our picks, AJ, uh, who's diving into his right now, this is a real problem for me, what you've done today. I know. Um, I, I said to AJ sent a text. He said, I might be a couple minutes late. I'm stopping to get everybody lunch. I said, Oh shit. This is problematic. Cause normally when AJ stops to get everybody lunch, it's wonderful, but it's Royal farms chicken, which I love. Don't get me wrong. Love it. The problem is I'm on a bit of a cleanse at the moment. I'm yeah. on a bit of a cleanse. Yeah. I have not eaten anything shitty in the last 10 days. Oh, you need this, this then you deserve it. Um, I've gone to the gym legitimately every day in the last 10 days. I've been very proud of the work good. that I put in. Thank you, pal. I appreciate that. Um, here's the problem. AJ didn't bring us Rofo chicken. No, I did not. He brought us something so much worse. No, something well, so I'm much sure it's amazing. better. Dude, someone needs to take a picture of this and put it up on I'm going to take a picture of it. It's Roy's Quick Corner. Okay, which is, which is where? 
uh, I believe Glen Burnie, Maryland. Okay. Um, it's about realistically five minutes from the house that I grew up in. Oh, I got to get some of the fries in there too. Uh, they have everything. They have world famous. Baseball crab cakes. I didn't have the time to get those today. Jesus Christ. That would have been nice. Um, Just looking but what, at this. But what I got today is what I always get. It's called a double dog. It's basically a foot-long chili cheese dog, but it's two. Two. <laughs> it's two hot dogs on this a sub roll. Insanity. This With is chili pure. And, like, I, I don't amazing. even know how to eat this. This thing. is pure insanity. It's what a, you just it, brought it, in it here. It's pure amazing. I'm on a clam. I, I don't know <laughs> that I can eat this mention, when I'm not, not on a clam. Not to mention, I also brought regular French fries. Right. And and, and crabby fries. Crabby fries. And desserts and various. It's just insane. All right, I'm going to attempt a bite of this. I don't know that I can eat any more than that because legitimately, I'm going to die. I think at some point. But um, this monstrosity is just to be. To behold. Damn good. Do you try to eat both dogs at the same time? Yes. Oh, God. Take a bite. Mm. Mm. Oh, my God. That's good. Yeah. Holy shit. That's amazing. Yeah. That's amazing. That's why I've been going there for 20 plus years. Oh, my years, God. And that's why it's been open for longer than that. Okay. I need to do a lot of talking so I don't end up eating more of this because, holy shit, that's really, really good. Yeah, What's the place called? Roy's Quick Corner. Right. And they spell it Roy's. K W I K. Well, as they should. Yeah. K O R. That's that's the appropriate way to spell Roy's N-E-R. Quick Corner. Like, like K Quick. There you go. Exactly. Yeah, yes. Like the great K Quick. That's a great point. All right. Very good. Thank you, AJ. And also, I hate you. Now, <laughs> I have to get. This is the point. And we're going to bring in uh, Ben Penrod from Austin Com now. Um, I have to get to a certain point in my life that I can survive whatever I do to my body in New Orleans, is really what's happened. <laughs> I. This is, this is a serious problem for everybody. Well, I mean, I've been to New Orleans on a number of occasions. Speak for yourself. Well, yeah. Yeah. I'll be fine. You're, you're, right. you're still in your 20s. By the way, can you help me try to find a gym in New Orleans? Yeah. Okay. I would appreciate that because I need to not die. I just need to not die somehow while I'm okay. down there. Um, that's really the only rule for me in New Orleans, by the way, is don't die. That's all I care about that's is good not rule. dying. It's a good rule. I've been there a few times. I have never gone to New Orleans and not come back. I'd say... 10 to 15 pounds on the plus side of where I was. The problem with New Orleans, it ain't just the drinking. Oh, yeah. It's the goddamn food. Yep. It's yep. everything. And for whatever reason, wherever I go in New Orleans, I can't finish the meal without another bread pudding. I can't do it. AJ made fun of me for ordering bread pudding last time we were you. in New Orleans. Fuck you. Bread pudding is incredible. It's not that good. You're an idiot. You're a dumb not, person. You're a the, dumb, dumb person. Beignets are way better. I, this is the dumbest thing I've ever heard in my entire life. <laughs> what? This is. You've had a lot of takes that I've this disagreed is, with, this, sir. Oh, I, this pudding I brought today? Yeah. This butterscotch pudding? I'm sure it's delicious. It's ten times I'm better sure than bread pudding. We don't want to do this right now. Okay. Ben Penrod, you're not a drinker, but will you be consuming uh, a terrible food with us in New Orleans? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. God damn it. I'm just going to eat so much. Like, so much! I'm going to eat in New Orleans that I'm already terrified, and I have to get my body in a place where I can crawfish survive. Crawfish, for sure. Yeah, how about a little crawfish etouffee? You think I'm not going to put a few of that back? Jesus Christ, it's going to be embarrassing. <laughs> All right, uh, it's a pay-per-view week, and so it is time for us to make our picks. Joining us, as I mentioned, Ben Penrod from AwesomeCon here in D.C. Uh, ben, we have things that you and I need to discuss business-wise, uh, but before that, thank <laughs> you right. for taking the time to join us to be our guest picker this week. All right, man, thanks a lot. Thanks for having me. All right, uh, so here's the deal. Um, I don't know what Aaron Oster has told you, and I don't know what you know about other people, 
but there is no greater Boy Meets World aficionado than yours truly on the face of the planet. So much so. Actually, you know what, Aaron? Do me a favor. Do you have my email open over there? Yes, I do. Okay, I'm about to email you something. Okay. okay? And I want you to open it, and I want you to play this for our friend Ben Penrod so he understands exactly what he's dealing with. Ben, I'm a college basketball play-by-play guy, right? And uh, recently I have added a new call into my vernacular (laughs) in the world of college basketball. I have incorporated something else that's new this season to the many calls that I already have. Like, for example, I'm a big fan of the band Lake Street Dive. they got a song called It Goes Down Smooth. So when someone switches a three-pointer, I say it went, and it goes down smooth. That's my three-point call, right? Like, it's a good call. This is a new one that I care a great deal about, and if you get it, then you're on my level. Yeah, I don't get it. I I already know what it is. You should. It's a tremendous call. And Chris... Fakes the pass inside. Now out to Tennyson. Tennyson bounce pass to Amani Sanders. Sanders turn around jumper. They want you to take the roll. Now, what you have to know is the ball. That's when the ball rattles around and falls down, right? Like they, you got. She got the roll. You can stop it, Aaron. That's fine. She got the roll. They want you to take the rolls, which of course is from the legendary scene in Boy Meets World, where they have a sort of look ahead to being old men and sitting at Chubby's, and they can't understand each other. And with, ultimately, with, with the crazy girlfriend, with the cra- correct, yes. exactly right, and yes. they ultimately, Corey keeps saying, "They want you to take the roles." That's, that's how much of an aficionado I am. I need at least one of those gentlemen on this program somehow, some way. <laughs> Tell me when it's going to happen. I don't know. We can uh, we can talk to him at the. Uh, we'll talk to him at Awesome Con. We better be talking to him. We better be talking to him. Holy shit! That's the most amazing thing you've ever done. I don't care about anybody else that you're bringing out. That's the most amazing thing you've <laughs> we ever got done. John Boyega. That's we fine. Got John Boyega. That's all well and good. That's not as good as this. <laughs> they have Big E, Xavier Woods. Yo, I understand. And Kofi. King. I understand. All good. All good. It ain't as great as the Boy Meets World Look, panel. There's a reason that the Boy Meets World photographs cost more than Batista. Cost more than Is Steve that for real? Yeah, well, the, the trio, yeah. Oh, okay. Hey, yeah, hey, hey, a quick question, uh, Ben. Why is Aaron uh, the moderator? Oh, sorry. <laughs> the moderator? <laughs> the old double dog burp. <laughs> uh, the moderator of such amazing talks like Charlotte and Shinsuke, when you got a gym that can bring his own crowd and you don't give me a chance to be the moderator of shit? I just talked to you last night. You said you weren't coming. Oh! <laughs> yeah. Oh. You're right. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. I'm, not, I'm not coming because I won't be there. But if I was the moderator, I won't be in D.C. How is this, how is this hard to comprehend? I won't be in D.C. because I'm not the moderator at a talk at AwesomeCon. I'll be at my house in Florida. But had I been approached and asked with the opportunity really to do so, I would be there really in the great. flesh. I understand. Um, By the way, I understand. Go ahead. Go ahead, Ben. Maybe maybe we'll talk about it for next time. We'll there's see. a lot of we'll we're going to talk about this later happening. Yeah. I, I can't help but notice there's a lot of deferring, pushing off to another time. I got a funny feeling Ben might change his number after this conversation. Yeah, you know. I got a funny feeling he might avoid us altogether after this is done. By the way, I just understood the concept of a double dog dare because, my God, (laughs) this thing is daring me (laughs) to take a few more bites. Jesus Christ. Do it. But, uh, (sighs) Ben, in addition to Boy Meets World, which is the true headliner, and Stephen Amell, and as you said, John Boyega, uh, name some of the people who our listeners might be interested in who are at AwesomeCon this weekend. Oh, my gosh. Um, okay, so 
Let's see, we've got uh, like like you said, John Boyega from Star Wars, which is like the and and Pacific Rim, which is coming out a week before AwesomeCon. Uh, it's like the biggest thing ever. Um, else here? Let me look at my uh, my get my list here on my spreadsheet. So we've got the the three uh, main dudes from Boy Meets World, which is huge. I think the cool thing about AwesomeCon this year is we've got so many of these guests who have never done any conventions before. So Ben Savage has never done a convention like this before. Um, John Boyega, like I said, yeah, before, he's never done a con before. Um, <laughs> um, Cress Williams from the new uh, CW TV show Black Lightning. He's never done a con before. And then we've also got Tom Welling and Michael Rosenbaum from Smallville. Tom Welling has never done a con before. So, I mean, like, these are these are huge, huge names who are, you know, like they're like not really working the con scene, but, you know, they know they got to come to Awesome Con and meet their fans. So it's really big. Uh, we've also got from Guardians of the Galaxy, uh, Dave Bautista, Michael Wilker, Sean Gunn, and Palm Clementif. Uh So we've got four cast wait, members from wait, Guardians of the Galaxy wait, coming in. wait, wait, wait. <laughs> Wait, wait. Okay. Did you just come on a wrestling podcast and say <laughs> from Guardians of the Galaxy, Dave Batista? Well, in fairness. In fair, like, that's, I mean, that's correct at this it point. Is, <laughs> it like, is, it is correct, but I'm just saying, so, man. So I was just tying him together with the other Guardians <laughs> people, but as I far was, as I wrestling say goes. I looked at, I looked at uh, Dave's bio and – this dude's got like five or six really solid things above WWE. Like this is uh, he's he's not messing around. He's, no, he's got not. a really solid he's acting career. He had the best role in the Guardians Galaxy. Well, I mean, too. for fuck's sake, well, yeah. Jeez, he was the star of the film. <laughs> yes. He was the yeah. star of the film. Between Dave Bautista and the tape scene in Guardians of the Galaxy two, I swear to God, the tape scene still will stand up forever as the most impossibly perfect scene in the history of a motion picture. Yeah. Like they left that in. Like I kept thinking they had just forgot to edit it out. Like they they could have just left that scene in, right? Like somebody had to say, dude. I, like I get it. It's hilarious, but like, come on, we got a movie to do here. You know, like we can't. They left it in. Yeah, it's perfection. So while we're all nerds, there's also uh, some wrestlers there. I understand. You you want to run down the list of that? Start yeah, with so Dave got, Batista. Uh, you know, former champion Dave Batista. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, we got the New Day are coming in on uh, Friday, March thirtieth. They're only going to be there from five p.m. to eight p.m. But they're going to do autographs. They do photo ops. They'll do a, a Q and A that will be hosted by uh, our our friend Aaron. And right. um, I mean, like if you just if it's because he works for free, I get it. You know what I mean? It's like unbelievable. I, I, I guess I get how it. How does Aaron get seriously. booked for these gigs? And I don't. I don't understand what is happening. <laughs> it's like you want less people to come. <laughs> I don't know. We got a pretty good crowd last year. You did. I'm sure, it was because of you. <laughs> because of me. I'm sure, it was Aaron who brought out the crowd. No. Not Shinsuke Nakamura no. and Charlotte no. Flair. Yeah. Aaron. Afterwards, like I'm here to meet Aaron. That's right. Uh, Any. So, so we've also well, real quick. So we've also got we've got some exhibitors who are bringing in some other wrestlers too. So, so at the show, not not in the uh, not not in the main autograph area, but on you know in the exhibit hall, we're going to have uh, Christian 
Tommy Dreamer and Hurricane um, will be there now, also. Now, Aaron, by the way, just got the biggest erection in That's the right. history of His the entire planet. table. Just when you said there. the hurricane was going to be there, he literally, yeah. a little bit of poo actually just slipped out and has nothing to do with the double dog either. It was just because Forget of... Forget all those other guys. The hurricane is there. I don't know how that's not the, the lead banner Aaron, on I'll tell Awesome you what, Con right now. I'll tell you what. You get to spend an hour with either the New Day or the hurricane. Awesome Con weekend. Uh, it has to be one or the other? One or the other. Oh, man. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> and the fact that you're thinking uh-huh. about this is uh-huh. crazy. I'll assume I can see the hurricane out on the oh, street, so it. I'll go with Jesus. the New Day. Yeah, cop out of all cop outs. <laughs> um, uh, what do people need to know as far as tickets, as far as um, – I-, I know we're still a couple of weekends away, but I imagine like at this point you better make sure you got your plans made. Yeah, so um, if you want a hotel, the hotel, uh, hotel bookings end tomorrow night. Everything's on awesomecon.com. Tickets are on sale. Um, autographs and photo ops are on sale now. Uh, I should have the after party tickets up by the time this thing goes. Um, and, and we've got a, you know, a few other really cool things. I'm hoping to have the schedule of events out by Saturday or Monday. So, um, you know, hopefully we'll have that done too, but that's stuff that we're frantically working on right now. So very cool. Again, it's awesome dash con.com. Correct. Awesome-con.com, awesomecon.com, either one works. Of course, after the party, it's the after party, and then after the party, it's the hotel, hotel lobby, party. and then around about four, you got to clear the lobby. Yeah. yeah. That's yeah. the way it works. Everybody knows that. <laughs> uh, um, seriously, I'm going to be hassling you about uh, the boys. That's all I'm telling you. You're going to be hassled by me at some point in the, in the coming weeks about the guys. I do. Have, I think I might still have Ryder's number. He's been on the show before. So um, I, I'm going – it's going to be awkward. It's going to be awkward is all I'm preparing you for. Like you're going to forget – you're going to regret ever doing this show is what I guess I'm going to tell you. And <laughs> you might by proxy end up canceling having Aaron host the wrestling panel just because of what a problem you're, I'm you're, going you're to You're so be. annoying? Yeah, okay. it's going to be that problem. I mean I assume they're all wrestling fans since they had Vader and Jake the I'm Snake. A, I don't care if they are or if they're not. They're, I know. I'm yeah. just saying. I'm sure we could get them on that way and then I just mean, talk Boy Meets World and talk yeah, absolutely about wrestling at that's, all. That's what we're going to do. Yeah. All right. What was Vader like? Yeah, just ask them that the whole time. That's, that's fine. All, that's we'll do it for thirty minutes. Reference. Yeah, correct. That's all. That's totally acceptable. By the way, <laughs> utterly acceptable. All right, uh, you ready to make some picks with us? Sure. Okay. So here's the deal. Um, we decided that because Ben's going to be down in New Orleans as well, uh, we of course are gearing up for uh, Mania Crawl on the day of WrestleMania down in New Orleans. Hope you guys are going to join us. Oh, I actually sweetened the pot, boys. I don't know if you saw this, but I was sent. Uh, AJ, we've got some friends. With um, uh, Brett Hart, uh, we're friends. We've become uh, buddies with them and with Sharpshooter Funding over the years. Of course, Brett did the show WrestleMania weekend two years ago, and they sent. Uh, oh God, where are they here? Here we go. Look at these. Let's oh, see these. Brett Hart shake. shades. Look at that. Look at that. They sent us a bunch of Bret Hart shades. Thanks. And I'm going to get more. I always too. wondered how these fucking things work. I think I got like 30, like I think I got like 30 pairs in here. I'm going to have them send us some more. So we're actually going to take them with us to uh, Mania Crawl. And anyone who donates that day to Connor's Cure, um, we will hook them up with a pair of uh, Bret Hart shades. Yeah, that's cool, but I'm keeping the ones I got on That's fine. You can have those. That's all right. Um, (laughs) Just so so, we aren't on the same page. I I sweeten the pot a little bit for uh, Mania Crawl with the the hookup from our friends with uh, Bret Hart and Sharpshooter Funding. Appreciate those guys taking care of us. And we are going to pay it forward and take care of everybody down at Mania Crawl and that uh, supports Connor's Cure, which is an awesome thing. But since we're going to be down there, Ben's going to be down there. AJ already lost the last bet. So AJ, as part of the, um, the, the biggest portion of the program at Mania Crawl, AJ's got to perform a Wu-Tang song. 
AJ happens to know that Ben is a big Disney guy. And so AJ... Big Disney guy is the biggest understatement ever. (laughs) AJ, the loser this time around is going to what now? The loser this time around is going to have to purchase their own children's tiara. Mm Mm-hmm. What if, you don't know that I don't already have one. <laughs> that is facts. <laughs> and uh, they will have to belt out Let It Go. I am. And this will be. We'll do it at the same time that we do your uh, Wu-Tang performance. Correct. We'll have that, a, that'll be the headline. This will be the opening right. act. It'll, it'll be the, this will be the big moment of the day where we have everybody perform. So AJ will perform some Wu-Tang. And of whoever, course. And then of AJ course Wu-Tang will, has to go at the end because Wu-Tang cleaning on the phone. I have heard that before. I have heard a rumor. That's the way that it works. So that's how we're going to do this. Everybody on board with that? Ben, you good with that? Yeah, I guess so. Ben, of course, probably knows all of the words to let it go by heart. Uh, Wait, do you not? There's a lot of words. I, I, yeah, I, I don't know about heart I'm not going to sit here and pretend like I do. I'm not going to sit here. And, if I, you do know them, you're, it's kind of problematic here. I'm not. I'm I not, do have a daughter. I'm not, ah, facts. I'm not kidding about this. I have never seen Frozen. I've actually never seen. Wait, 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 wait! You've never seen. Never it? seen That's Frozen. wild. Oh, that's really good. Frozen, sure it is. Frozen's great, dude. Everybody raves about. My, I've got two boys, it's man. It's not as good as Coco, people, but people, Coco is awesome. Coco is great. People have been disrespecting Lion King too long. I, well, I'm not wait, gonna do wait, that. Wait, yeah. disrespects Lion King? No, because people yeah. say Frozen is better than Lion King. Oh, uh, that's wrong. And that's, that's just wrong. so very wrong. It's wrong. But Frozen is good. <laughs> yes. um, my my thought would be that uh, I, if it's not Thomas the Train right now, I'm not watching it. That's what I watch in Fair. my life. We watch wrestling and we watch Thomas the Train. That's what's happening in the Glen Clark. Is, is he just a who, train, who not the, a tank engine anymore? Whatever he is, I don't know. Who are what little? Are who are the little Glens marks for? Uh, they don't know yet. Like I always said, the first time he ever heard John Cena's music. He started screaming <laughs> like he was freaking out the first time he ever screaming so, in a good way or a bad way. I don't ever. You never is, know. Is he a mark or a smart? But that's the thing about John Cena. It doesn't matter if you're booing if you're cheering. That's right. It's just wanted a, a reaction. That's all. And they got it from. Well, my that's son. what I'm saying. Is he a mark or a smart? I don't know. It's Come on, we gotta reaction. figure this out. The important thing. All right, uh, coming up Sunday night. Uh, I don't even know where they are for Fast Lane. Where are they in the the uh, world? I have honestly got. Uh, they are in Columbus, Ohio. Columbus, Ohio for WWE Fast Lane. Uh, which is available, of course, on uh, pay-per-view or the WWE Network, which you can get for uh, sixteen sixty-four a month, something along those lines. We've got matches to pick. Uh, ben, the way it works, because you're the guest, you will make the first pick for every match. All right. You pick first, and then uh, we'll go around the table, and we will make our selections that way. Aaron, what's first? That was pretty impressive, by that, the way. That was good. Yeah. Uh, the first match, we have a women's tag match as Becky Lynch and Naomi face Natalia and the uh, recently surfaced Carmella. Uh, that uh, Ben, that's uh, you lead off. All right, all right. Um, yeah, so I think um, man, this is tough because it doesn't really mean anything um, at so all. That, that sounds like SmackDown in a nutshell right now. Exactly. So uh, I think I think Natty and Carmelo will win. Um, I don't know how it's going to happen. I'm sure it'll be complicated in some way. But I think, I think they're going to start. They're going to take the next few weeks and kind of tease Carmella using that uh, money in the bank uh, quite a few times in the next few weeks. Yeah, and I agree. I, I think that Carmella cashes in at WrestleMania on Oscar. I've, we've been, we talked about this last week. I think it's the best thing they could ever do. I think it's the <laughs> smartest thing they could ever do. I, I, the place would be effing. It would be so nuclear. You would never be able to describe it. It almost ha- I, like at this point, I'm legitimately going to be pissed if it doesn't. Happen. Correct. Me too. So because of that, as we all know, 
right before you about to cash in the money in the bank, you don't win. Mm-hmm. That's the way it yep. works. Yep. Nothing. So I think that not only does she lose, but she probably takes the pin. So I'm going to pick the faces. In complete agreement on this. Yep, you 100%. Do, you do not there. win when you're about to cash in. In fact, I, it was better when she kind of wasn't around. Right. Like, that, that, yeah. Why Why did she surface? Yeah, it's I, kind of a weird I, thing I, there. Because they're getting you, reminding you that she's there because she's about to cash in. She's already had it almost. But it's I'd so much better if she's not she's there. Almost, she's almost had it like 300 days. Right, I know. Yeah, right. We, we wanted her to show up for the first time at WrestleMania right. for the first time in three months. Bask, Asuka's basking in this moment, right? Like, it's the most incredible thing F-A-B-U-L-O-U-A. Oh, my God. It would be the most incredible thing ever. I honestly think she has the best interest music of any woman on the roster. I'd have to think about that for it a little is, bit. It's just F-A-B-U-L-U-S. Yeah, I mean, I hear you. Yes, yes. Diamonds on my neck. <laughs> Cause I'm fat. It's the most sing along for yeah, sure. Yeah. That's there's no doubt about that. that. I really like Becky's. I like oh, Becky's too. God. I do. Oh, come oh, on, that's God. great. That's great. And so, wait, Sasha's music exists. I think that was a time period when the CFOs were were really knocking it out with the at the NXT. Teams. Jesus yeah. Christ! There was a time where they had more hits than fucking Drake. <laughs> Jesus, man. And then it's a bummer because like you know some of the best work is stuff that we're not hearing right now, like. Mike Kanellis. It right. really pisses me off because, my God, that was the greatest shit ever. All right. Uh, so we're all on the faces, the three of us. Yes. All and right. uh, Ben is on yep. the heels. Very good. All right. Uh, the, the other non title match we have uh, Rusev versus Nakamura. Uh, ben. All right. Um, I think Nakamura is going to win this one. I think that's a. Uh... I think it's a. I think it's an easy call because it will be Nakamura Day. How great so was that? That was amazing. I so popped perfect. so loud, bro. Oh my god! So and the thing loud. is, like that segment was not good, right? Like no, no. it was awkward and just sort of. And then all of a sudden, <laughs> you just get the greatest payoff in the history yes. of payoffs. I'm like, why are we not hearing Aiden English sing? Right. Oh, yeah. Nakamura should sing every time he talks. My God, dude! My God. <laughs> This is actually tricky for me because, like, Nakamura doesn't need to win this match, right? Like, he doesn't need anything here. He's in the WrestleMania event, main event no matter what, so there's no need for him to win. Now, you wouldn't want him to lose cleanly in a pay-per-view right before he's about to be in a championship match at WrestleMania. That would probably be a bad look. But you could certainly argue that Rusev could actually use the win here. Um, that Rusev was I – I'm mesmerized by what AJ <laughs> is doing right now. By the way, you can have this cream soda as well. I'm I'm on a cleanse. I don't know if you heard. I'm on a cleanse. <laughs> like I'm staring. You, you claim that this as is, you stare down sweating. the double. You have no idea how much there is. I have sweat in places I didn't know I had places right now. I am so disturbed by staring at this right now in my face. Um, the moral is, I think Rusev could actually use the win. I don't know where you're going with him, but. This is another one of those things that we talk about where you have so much heat with something, and I don't feel as though they've capitalized on it correctly. Like, this has been white hot with Rusev Day, and they've just failed to you know, appreciate what's going on and try to build off of it. All of that being said, I'm still going to pick Nakamura at the end. Okay, I thought you were talking yourself into Rusev. No, but I think that of the two— No, I agree that Rusev could use it more. Yes. But they're not having the person main eventing WrestleMania I, lose. I, I agree with you unless somehow it was cheap. Unless I mean, somehow, but, but, I mean that would immediately. I mean, quite frankly, that would make Rusev have a claim to. Yeah, only if again a clean win would. I think a cheap win would mean you have to do something on say Tuesday night, which is not a problem. By the way, right. doing another Nakamura Rusev match on Tuesday night yeah. would be a good idea. Yeah. I don't think that immediately a clean win would immediately make you say he should be in the picture. 
But a cheap win would maybe make you say, okay, we're going to have a, you know, if you win this match, you're in the match as well type of scenario on Tuesday night, which would get people to tune in. That would actually be very smart. The more and more I think about it, the smartest thing they can do is have Rusev win uh, uh, dirty. But I I, I don't think he's going to. I was going to say, I should change your pick now. No, Uh, no, I'm picking Nakamura. You're right. That that would be fine. It's just not what WWE does. They, They want their Rumble winner to look strong going into Mania. They always have. They always will. That's Nakamura winning. Yes. Nakamura Day. The fact is that they should have him sing more often because he's actually very good. That that was the tone of his voice. That's why I pop more than anything because he he sounds better singing than talking. Dude. Yes. It's it's almost night and day. It's like you. It's like how you can't hear. uh, Adele's accent when she sings. That's a great point. Yeah, that's a great point. You could th- you would definitely think she's from Brooklyn. You know <laughs> right. what I mean? Like, yeah. And then how the- come you didn't book Nakamura to sing last year? Yeah, yeah. We didn't know. So they they told us that he wasn't going to he was not going to speak very much during the Q and A. He took that whole thing over. You were yeah, there. He, did. he took the yeah. whole thing over. I was there too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was, it was, before, it was like, no, I'm not going to talk a lot. You know, we'll, we'll do a little bit, Charlotte. We'll handle it. And then he goes on these, like, two-minute, three-minute monologues. Yeah. It was, it was amazing. Um, I, look, it was th- th- what happened on Tuesday was perfection. It needs to happen more often. they got to figure out a way that they can use that. They should bring back our boy. What's our, what's our, our guy? Oh, Lee England. They need to bring yeah. back Lee England to work with him. Oh, I'm like, sure he's showing up in New Orleans. Oh, my God, perfection. All right, uh, next. Next, we have the uh, SmackDown women's title on the line as Charlotte Flair defends against uh, Ruby I'm, Riot. I'm hyperventilating, by the way, right now. <laughs> I'm hyper-fucking-ventilating. He's, I, look, I don't care. I actually don't what like that. I, it's carrot cake. I don't like cake, but I fucking love carrot cake. Like, carrot cake is perfection. I am hyper-fucking-ventilating oh, right now watching. Cake, it's not? It's, it's got carrot cake. cake. Oh, you know what? Oh, now that like I look at it, you're cake. right. It's got carrot cake icing. That's why I thought it was carrot cake. I'm okay then. If it's not carrot cake, I'll leave. Uh, anyway, uh, Ben, uh, Charlotte versus Ruby. Um, I'm, I, you know, easy pick Charlotte to win this one. But um, do does anybody? What is she doing for for WrestleMania? Is it? Is anybody? I think it's gonna be a multi. Anything happen? I think it's gonna be a multi-person match. I think they're gonna put the women in a ladder match at WrestleMania. At this point, it would make un- his... unless it's Oscar jumping right, over. And that's the only other yeah. thing that would make sense at this point. And I'm not opposed. Other to that. than other than. Carmella cashing in and making it Carmella versus Charlotte. Yeah. She's a heel. She's not going to cash yeah, in ahead of time. It doesn't smell yeah. right. What do you mean? She wouldn't cash in to announce she's going to be in the. She would be the. No, I mean, she would cash it in this Sunday. Oh, and win, and then it's a oh, rematch. Oh, yeah. And actually, okay. I, I was going to bring up when we talked about this. The, her coming back almost makes me wonder if they're pulling the trigger here because, like like we said, it's a little weird that they didn't just hold this off and just have her kind of be away till WrestleMania so it could be a surprise cash. And her losing the match and then coming back later in the night and winning is a classic WWE move there. It would not shock me if she cashes it in yeah. on Sunday. And it would be a good opportunity for because Charlotte's never won the title at uh, WrestleMania. She's defended it. Uh, unless you count her winning the new belt, but yes. No, I mean, she's yeah, defended it. Right, exactly. So, like, and she's the top face, on, female face on SmackDown. So, that'd be a, that'd be a good moment for Charlotte to get. Uh, you're right about that. Yeah, I'd have no issues with that. But um, uh, Charlotte wins the match. Yes. 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 yes all, all aboard. Charlotte. Yes. None of correct. us are dumb. We all pick Charlotte. Next. <laughs> but, but the right squad's there to end Charlotte Mania what, whatever, or whatever, whatever it is. Uh, next match, we have the tag titles on the line as the Usos face the uh, awesome con guest, the New Day. 
Okay, I gotta. I I have to pick the new day on this. <laughs> I mean, they, like this has to happen, right? This, business is business. We all get it, dude. Yeah, <laughs> we, we ain't mad. Like this is. I'm. I'm. In, I'm. I'm. I'm emotionally and financially <laughs> invested in the new day winning this on Sunday. So I've got to pick the new day. Um. So it's on me. Yeah. It's on you. Yeah. Uh. So I have a scenario. I think the new day does win the match. <laughs> But I don't think they win the belts. Bludgeon Brothers interfere? I think the Bludgeon Brothers interfere, and they attack the New Day first. So the New Day wins the match. They dismantle the New Day while also dismantling the Usos. And you set up the triple threat match we've been talking about for a while. Bludgeon Brothers, New Day, Usos for the tag team titles. And I think in that match at WrestleMania, I would probably pick the New Day because they deserve it. They didn't get that moment last year. Yeah. They never really got that moment. We'll wait on that. I, I I think if you're setting it up this way, then I almost think you have to have the Bludgeon Brothers. But that that's point. why you have a triple threat. I, that, I, you can have the you, New Day you can have, the Usos. Yeah, you can, and you can have the Bludgeon you. Brothers yeah. kind of lurking right, right after I hear Mania. You. It's tough, though. That's tricky. That's real tricky. I, I agree, though. I think the, the New Day need to have a big moment like that at WrestleMania because, like you said, they deserve it. They, you know, they didn't defend the tag title. Yeah, it was a little bit awkward ago. when they were talking about all their WrestleMania moments. And, like, and last year, we were hosting. You're like, yeah. It's like their, their big WrestleMania moment is getting stunned by Stone yeah, Cold right, and coming like, out in a giant Bootios box, yeah, which was cool. Don't get me wrong. That's right, awesome. Right. But, you know, for the New Day, you would expect something big in the ring. The, the funny thing is I was going to pick the Usos, but your scenario is really good. And God damn it. I mean, and here's the thing. The Bludgeon Brothers can very well come out. Hit the Usos. The Usos win by DQ. And because the New Day is the right. New Day, and they'll say, we didn't get to finish our match. They're going to be in the match, too. Right. Or they could come out. They could just be that they help the Usos win and retain. The Bludgeon Brothers do. And then the, the, the New Day has a complete argument to be in a WrestleMania match as well. You know what I mean? Like, there's like, also, you know, there's fuck also it. The, I was going to pick the Usos. I'm picking the Usos. That's yeah. the way it is. There, there's also a scenario. They come out. It becomes no contest. Yeah, I'm, that's, I'm, I'm half tempted yeah, to pick a no contest here. No contest. Like I, I really, I agree with you 100. I think the Bludgeon Brothers are getting involved. This does not end cleanly in any way. It's going to set up the triple threat between them. Um, I'll, I'll pick the New Day winning just because I think that it's, it's like you said, it's good for the New Day to win and yep. be able to say, yeah, well, we we won the match even though we didn't win the belt. So I'm I'm picking them, but um, it wouldn't shock me at all if there's no contest. Um, I'm going to be really pissed if that's the case. I hate it when we don't get an answer. All right. Um, next. U.S. title on the line. Bobby Roode versus Randy Orton. This is like the, uh, this is the hardest one. Cause like, I feel like Bobby Randy Roode Orton has to win, win Orton. but I don't feel like he's going to beat Randy Orton. So like, um, I'm picking Bobby Roode, but I don't know how the hell it's going to happen. He's going to walk out with Randy Orton win could just set up a rematch at Mania. I still have a real problem with this. Why the fuck is Jinder Mahal not in this match? What is going on? It doesn't make sense. That's the feud with both of them. They're feuding with Jinder Mahal, but they're facing each other. Like, what is... Oh, what if... Oh. And th- there's going to be another no contest. It's like every match in this or is going. The to- only other argument I've heard is that that somebody puts gender in the match before on Sunday night. But like, why wouldn't they have announced that on Tuesday? Like, what are you? Why Shane McMahon be- loves Twitter. I really want to pick Jinder Mahal. Like I want that to be known. I want to make Jinder Mahal my pick for a match he's not I'll, in. I'll, I'll let you pick that if you want. But I just—it feels like a dumb thing to do. You know what I mean? Like it feels really stupid to pick Jinder Mahal in a match he's not currently in. Um, I guess I'll go Bobby Roode, but I, dude, this is really tough. Like th- th- this match is all about Jinder Mahal, and yet 
What? What is this? I'll, whatever, man. I'm, I'm picking Bobby Roode, I guess. Yeah, I'm going the same way. Ginger's getting involved. This could, again, like I said, this would be another no contest here. Both this and the tag matches kind of play out the same way where we're expecting some sort of multi-man match for the U.S. title going down the line here. Um, so Ginger gets involved. I think it sl- makes slightly more sense if, if he helps Rude win, but fuck if I know. I'll, I'll pick Rude because I think he walks out with the belt, but I, I have no clue who's going to win this. Yeah, when you put Bobby Rude over Rusev Day, you got to put him over Randy Orton. And you got to put him over Jinder Mahal. So I'm going to go with Bobby Roode carrying the belt into WrestleMania. Bobby Roode. I mean, I, I think it's what's going to happen. I just the whole gender thing is so insane. <coughs> All right, yeah. go ahead. Last one. Uh, last one. We have the six-pack challenge. Assuming it's still a six-pack and not a 12-pack or something else by uh, Sunday for the WWE title. All right. Um, I, uh, AJ is winning this. There's no way anybody else wins this match. This is AJ. As much as I'd love to see Sammy walk out with it, that'd be awesome, but it's going to be AJ. Uh, that's me. Uh, I, I agree. It's going to be AJ Styles. It's going to be the singles match at WrestleMania. They're not changing it up. I know AJ's just sitting there waiting to say that, of course, who's in the match? And I, I'm not going to overrule him here, but <laughs> I mean, I'm picking AJ Styles. I mean, you guys, I got I gotta. Go ahead, I have one question for you. Can you ask, me, ask a question for me? Yeah, if you don't mind. I just had one question for you guys. Is is John Cena in this match? <laughs> yeah. You right know now. who's winning. <laughs> All right, sorry. Go ahead. Uh, the thing is, is like, I, I just, I feel like John Cena's going to win this match. <laughs> well, I mean, it's not ridiculous. <laughs> it's John Cena. I, and here's the thing. There is no doubt in my mind. <laughs> That a John Cena, Shinsuke Nakamura, AJ Styles triple threat match for the WWE title at WrestleMania would be, if not the best, definitely one of the best matches I have ever seen. I still kind of just want to see AJ and Shinsuke. And, and that's the thing, is, is they've been promising us AJ Shinsuke. It does feel like you're losing something if you don't get AJ Shinsuke. It really does. So I'm going to pick AJ Styles on good faith. Um, this is so difficult, man. This is so difficult. If I knew something else, like this is the problem. We did this bit with John Cena last week. You can come up with 12 other things that John Cena could do at WrestleMania that you'd be like, oh, okay, that would work. You know what I mean? Because like, he's the, John Cena. But you don't know one of them that's the most logical and makes the most sense. You've you heard know plenty. what you can do? You can book Cena Rock 3. I mean, you could do that. You could, there we go. You could have this all be a ruse. You you, honestly, booking Cena Rock for the third time would work better if you just did it like the month before. Cena, Cena <laughs> single-handedly <laughs> answers the bar's challenge and beats the bar by himself. They and takes the tag that. titles. I mean, we, we've, but we've been through all of it. Like, a Cena-Ziggler match actually sounds really good to me. Yeah. Uh, I said Cena saving America from Jinder Mahal, who wins the U.S. championship on Sunday <laughs> night. That works. Um, it's just hokey enough that it's okay. Cena-Taker is still, of course, on the table. We've heard about Cena-Mysterio being something that would be out there. I don't know why, but, like, okay, sure, why not? It's Cena-Mysterio. I'm not I'm not a problem with it. They had a WWE title match on Raw before. Yeah, right? Yes. Cena at his most Cena-ist. Yeah, it <laughs> you was. Could, you could it have actually him, was. You could have him do something with Shane McMahon and Daniel Bryan. There's a million things that you could do with John Cena. The question is, are they going to do that or are they just going to say, oh, the hell with it, it's John Cena, put him in a title match, and we got a title match, right? Like, You can't, but that's the, and you can't rule that out because that's what they go to oh, every time they have a problem. Every time. We've talked about it. Here's what I know. 
I'm not losing because I picked against John Cena. John Cena wins the match, boys. <laughs> <laughs> not going down that way. I don't, if I go down, I go down. But I ain't going down because I picked against John Cena. I know that much. I mean. All right. So loser and ties have to sing at the Mania Crawl. That's all the right. deal. All right, Ben, one more time. Remind everybody of everything they need to know about Awesome Con, where they can find you on social media. All right. It's uh, March 30th through April 1st. Um at the Washington Convention Center in downtown D.C., awesomecon.com. Tickets are on sale, autographs, photo ops, everything's on sale. New Day's going to be there. John is going to be there. It's going to be freaking Guardians amazing. Guardians of the Galaxy, uh, Dave Batista's going to be there. <laughs> Dave Batista, a.k.a. only also known as Drax the Destroyer. And yeah. nothing. <laughs> yeah. He's done nothing else. Heard nothing of him. Else. Nothing. He was in Bond. He, he was, in, he was Bond. in Bond. That's true, yes. Um, so, so he's he's gonna be there. It's gonna be sweet. The cool thing is, it's uh, it's Dave's hometown, man. He's from DC, right. so this is really good. That's right. This is his hometown, no doubt about that. All right, awesome-con.com to get your tickets. And uh, Ben, where where are you on social media? I'm on Twitter at uh, at awesomestben. Very cool. Give him a follow there. Um, uh, be prepared for me to be annoying the shit out of you in the coming weeks. And Ben, appreciate it, man. We'll see you down in New Orleans. All right. All right, man. Thanks a lot. Bye bye. Ben Penrod from Awesome Con checking in for our guest picks. All right, when we come back in, we'll talk Raw from the week. That's next. I'm Glenn. He's Aaron, and he's... The main event. AJ Francis. This is Jobbing Out. They say you're only as strong as the company you keep. The U.S. Army keeps you in strong company. If you want to stand out, the Army can give you the training you need. To take advantage of the strong options waiting for you, visit GoArmy.com. You may qualify for up to a $40,000 signing bonus. Start your future today at www.goarmy.com slash impact. They're strong, then there's Army Strong, paid for by the United States Army. Actually, this is a funny thing. The day of my bachelor party, my boys... Like I I guess on the radio one day that week, I had like bitched about why... I'm like, why is this song everywhere? It's not even that good. Like I was like, even if it's a good Disney song, I get it, but this isn't even a good one. And so they heard me bitching about it, and so all day, the day of my bachelor party, the rule was if if they hit play on it, I got iced. <laughs> so all fucking day, it was this song and me getting iced. It was just annoying. Oh, this is the movie version. This is the girl. This is the one that John John Travolta butchered your name, this right? This is not Demi Lovato. Yeah. Yeah, this is the... This is the Adele Dazeem. Uh, yeah, Adele Dazeem. Yeah, loser. Let it go. Let it go. He's he's just getting ready because he knows it's every singing bet he loses. So, Here by the way, this is funny. Have um have you talked to the Bay Sox yet? No. Oh, they had an additional wrinkle. Okay. They, Hold on. The cold never bothered me anyway. Thank Continue. you. They think they might want to have you sing the national anthem. What? What? Legit. What? Uh, no? no. Okay. <laughs> all right. Hey, I told him, I'm like, you can ask. He's never done that before. I don't know if he'd be like, oh, I'll try it. You know what no. I mean? Like, all right. Ends up on no. YouTube everywhere, yeah. right? All right. They thought that'd be funny. They thought that they would, you would be. I told him, I'm like, you know, he can actually sing a little bit. Like, he, I don't even like the national anthem now. Well, I mean, wait, wait, we it's used a to have, fucking propaganda. Yeah, there are a few we, verses we, we afterwards to, that get real yeah, problematic. We, we used to have big arguments when I said Canada's anthem and Russia's anthem was better. And you hated it when I said that. No, I mean, no, I hate. Like, I hate the fact that you think another... I like the song. I hate that it's played before 
every football game ever, every basketball game ever, every baseball game ever, every soccer game ever, every major event ever. Except WrestleMania, and even then they got their own version. <laughs> <They're> <laughs> that, sh- that shit, that shit gets annoying, anthem. dog. I just want to watch the game sometimes. Wow, or, or play right. in the game. I've said before. I think this is gonna that, that we are gonna just stop playing the anthem. It's like we don't do it before. You know what I mean? Movies, like, right? Like we don't do it when we go to school in the morning. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, you don't play the national anthem before a uh, soldier's funeral. That's true too. That's a great point, right? That's a real great. So point. So how the fuck are we doing that before well, a football because game? They're making money off of it. You know what the reason is. That's the way it goes. All right. Anyway, that was. Uh, I just be warned. That was something they were going to ask you. Yeah, about. that answers no. All right. Fair <laughs> enough. All right. Uh, it is jobbing out. I'm Glenn. He's Aaron, and he is the main event. AJ Francis. Now, now they want me to perform something from OTA. I'll do this. Yeah, shit. I mean that's fine. I, I said you guys can talk about all of that. That was just something that they were spitballing with me. I don't know why. Again, first of all, I don't know why anyone thinks I'm your manager. You need I to start ain't taking, your man. You need to start taking a cut out of this. Yeah, now. Right. yo, I am your manager, B. If you book me for a uh, a paid event, you can have the booking. Well, I appreciate that. I don't. I have no idea how much it is they're paying you, and I just said you can handle that, and you can buy me dinner. So actually, you bought me a a, a bite of a, a double dog. A bite. <laughs> yeah, I had a bite, so you took care of Bastard. it. Bastard. Um, how the, dare you waste that? I, it, you can have this one too if you'd like. I just could not possibly. I can't. I can't die, man. I can't do it. Um, anyway, let's get into Raw for the week. Um, a bunch of stuff to talk about from this past week. Obviously, it's official. We now know, as we assumed in the last couple of weeks, it will be Ronda and Kurt against Triple H and Stephanie. Um, there is no problem with that. It is, uh, it's been a very good idea. Ronda um, can't work. You don't think she can work at all? Did you see the Samoan I get it. She did? No, it was not good. It's it terrible. Did, I don't she think almost I mean, killed Stephanie. Well, yeah, but look, you know, that, adds, <laughs> that adds another level of intrigue, doesn't she, it? <laughs> like, come on, literally, you're, you're the one who likes when they shoot, right? You wanted to be <laughs> over into WrestleMania. <laughs> Somebody might die. <laughs> I think that's a bad thing. This guy over here. Oh Where's God. your sense of adventure? I don't understand. I can't believe it, dude. Um, no, it did not I look thought, good. I thought, I thought she'd be way better at this. Um, I mean, I, I feel like she's gonna be good at she's gonna be good at the stuff she can do. She'll be good at takedown. She'll be good at little things, but she may not be doing the fanciest moves. She can't do a Samoan drop ever again. Yeah, it's probably for the best. It's probably <laughs> for the best. Um, so we look. It's what it is. We'll see how it goes. And by the way, they'll have to base what she does. They're gonna have to build a plan. If their big plan for her going towards, I hope some, that wasn't her finisher. Jesus Christ. I mean, I. I think that no, she, I think she'll have a submission. Yeah. yeah, I think she'll have a submission finisher. Um, if their plan for her going towards SummerSlam is to be a champion or to be you know ending Oscar's streak or something like that, they better take a look at what she has to offer at WrestleMania and sort of adjust appropriately. Yeah. with Ronda Rousey, there's no problem with having big things for Ronda Rousey and using her creatively while she comes along as a worker. I wouldn't even have a problem with her being in a match with Oscar at SummerSlam. But if she can't work, she shouldn't beat Asuka. Now, you can make the argument. She has a match with her, and right. Asuka carries it, and it looks good. It'll still look good. I mean, what it's, if you just have Ronda? Like, you you were saying that Ronda's credible enough to face Triple H. Yes. That means that she doesn't have to have long matches. She can wreck And that's And that everybody. would be the idea, is instead of having her be a worker, they just have her be Brock Goldberg. Lesnar. Right, yeah, Goldberg. Yeah. Have her just beat the shit out of somebody. Like, just physically beat the fucking tar Thir- out you know, of like, them. You know, like, like I mean, at USC. That, she did that in real life. Right, exactly. Right. So literally just do that. Have 30-second matches. Now, I think that eventually people would turn on her because of that, yes. but I, I don't think that's necessarily a bad thing either. It gives you enough time. Yeah. And I don't, like, as long as they're prepared, like, hey, if they do turn on her, we're going to run with it because I think Ronda could be a fantastic heel. Yep. 
that's there's nothing wrong with the crowd she turning on her. Gotta stop right. the corny ass smile. Yes, that yeah, is it the doesn't, one. Thing. It I, doesn't. I, so I don't. It doesn't look whoever's you can't script. go from corny smiling to this is my serious face. Right. I'm with you. I'm with you. It now her serious face looks great. Oh, great! She should yes. have that all the time. Yeah, but she the smile. Should, she shouldn't talk between now and May. She shouldn't talk. I mean, you can't have her not talk at all. But I understand. I think you could. I, well, I think that you'd be smart to use her the, a couple of ways. One, I don't talk. I fight. Never talks again. Okay. I mean, all right. I, and then she just beats the shit. Like I said, forty. Okay, but this week. was the reaction that she got on Monday night. I, well, that was holy shit to me. People are very excited to see. But her. That, yeah. it's so different than when she first came out. When she first came out, it was oh, I don't know if they can sustain this. I don't know if they're gonna. Now when she comes out, it is holy shit. Ronda Rousey's here. This is a big fucking deal. Yeah. And I think they have to play this into is that. Goldberg to me all over again. I mean, that's like I get why people like her, but like, bro. Here she, we go. She just, she's a good, she was very, 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 very good at UFC. She was the baddest woman on the planet at one yes, point. Yes, factual. Her last two fights, she's been bodied, right? Yes. So. And then she, and the crying was tough too. That was I tough. I don't give a fuck about crying. People yeah, cry. Yeah, but it, it, it's, it's tough when you're trying to build up the badass character. I don't care about the crying. I don't. Okay, but I think I think that you are talking about a group of people. I'm telling you, people have been talking about the crying regularly on social media. Now, I'm but how many you, of those are wrestling fans? That's fair. That's fair. I'm not saying I'm. I, it's not a big deal to me either. But when the character you're trying to build is badass, unbeatable, untouchable, the whole thing, and she's doing interviews with ESPN where she still can't talk about the fact that she lost two fights, and she gets emotional about it, that's that's a tough. You know what I mean? It's a tough sell to try to do both those. You things. ever think she might not remember? Well, that actually, <laughs> unfortunately, yeah. might be on to something there. Especially the Holly Holm one. Um, oh, no doubt, dude. No <laughs> fucking doubt. Yeah. There's no chance you remember. Yeah. Uh, anyway, look, I I think it's fine. I think everything there is fine. I think there's enough competent. You used to also have Triple H and Stephanie McMahon involved with this let, let's be, It's going to be Triple H yes. angle for 85-plus percent Correct. of the match. Correct. Well, and I think that, that, Steph, that, that Ronda is going to be involved physically with Triple H. I think that's going to be part of the match. Is that it's not going to be a ton of Ronda beating down Stephanie McMahon because that's not going to, you know, what does that really do for her? Um, but I think that there's going to be a lot of, like, she refuses to get out of the ring when Triple H gets tagged in. And she makes, she's going to, I think the match ends by her making Triple H tap. Um, I mean, that would be really amazing if that was that, what that ended would, up I mean, that would be a fantastic that, image. That would be really amazing. And Triple H is the one guy that could, you know what yes. I mean? Like, yeah. Like, unlike trying to sell that to a worker, you know what I mean? Like, Triple H would say, fucking okay. best for business, no fucking doubt, I'm all in. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. absolutely. So, it's interesting. That's interesting. I, it, would be tr- it would be a tremendous moment, there's no doubt. And yeah, it's a bummer that they couldn't get The Rock to do this, right? Like, and pay it off truly. Like, that's a bummer. But, like, the Kurt Angle thing, I think they should try to play up the Olympic thing more. What is Rock more. doing? What's his excuse? Well, he's probably got six he's, movies. Yeah, I was going to say, he has four different insurance companies uh, yeah. to work and with. A, right and now. a popular television show. Not sure if you've heard of it. I mean, there's a lot going on in that dude's life. I will say, yeah. did, did you find it weird? The uh... By the way, Jumanji? Fantastic. Oh, yeah. I have not seen it. it oh, is, it's really good. And bad. everybody has I raved about fantastic. it. Yeah. I was really concerned because I was like, Jack was, Black is they're all back, good. baby. Jack, this is Jack Black's best role since School of Rock. Um, over Tropic Thunder, over all that, yes. Well, the School of Rock, of course, came after his finest fi- performance in a motion picture. Oh and, fr- frankly, one of the finest motion pictures ever no. made. What do you think I'm about to say? I want to hear you say No, it. you tell me what you think I'm about to say. I think that you're going to say Dogma. No, I'm not going to say Dogma. 
Dogma? Was he even in Dogma? Yeah, Jack Black wasn't in Dogma. Yeah, he was. That was Kevin Smith. Oh, yeah, you're right. What are you talking about? <laughs> you're right. You're right. You're right. Jack Wrong Black white guy. was yeah. in one of the most underappreciated films in the history of, of this country. Was he what? in Orange County? Uh, he was, of course, he was in Orange good. County. He and Orange County was yes. wonderful. He, he was Dude, than that. there aren't ten movies that are funnier and better from start to finish than Saving Silverman. Okay. Yep. Saving Actually, Silverman yeah, yeah, is fucking perfect. Yep. It is a perfect There's definitely 10 movies motion picture. Dude, you're going to really start thinking about it. Life you're is really life, life is a very funny movie. Life, life is a very life funny movie. It's a very funny. funny movie. Saving Silverman is so much better than you. You would sit down today and say, oh, my God. Uh, oh, you're pitching loads on the lawn. That makes <laughs> sense, boys. <laughs> what did you do with the body? We ate, ate her. her. Oh, yes. come on. Saving Silverman is so fucking school. funny. Oh, I, dude, I'm not. Back to school. Yeah, there's a lot of funny movies. There. There, there's a lot. All right, uh, anyway. did, did you find it weird the way they set it up with the stuff, you know, Triple H saying there's no way you can do it. Oh, but wait, no, you actually have a superstar contract and I can put you in the match even though you're my boss. Anything yeah, that, weird I mean, about it? Okay, but not, not weird enough that it, like, I still think that it can work even in oh, kayfabe yeah. where it's like, yeah, I can make matches with you. I just don't normally do that because, you know, I realize it's going to piss my boss off. But. Yeah. I don't care at this point because I'm I don't like you. Right. You know what I mean? Like, it begs I, the I question. No if, if if someone who hasn't had a match in four years has an active contract, does Shaq have an active contract? Might, he might, yeah. Does, he does might, Hugh yeah. Jackman have an active <laughs> contract? Well, Shaq, was, was Hugh Jackman actually in a sanctioned match? I th- didn't he? No. Team, the, the first time I, he just punched. I feel like I, the second time he was in a was tag match. I, I feel like he, right, te- yeah. Um, all right. So that's that. Staying with women, uh, let's go to this next. You have Nia Jax lose again because why not? Anyway, I got a bunch of people. showed some character depth. Right, so that's, so that's, I had a bunch of people like, dude, you don't think this was a good night for Nia Jax? I'm like, I, maybe it was. Here's the problem. When you fuck something up so badly for so long. She hasn't won a pay-per-view match. How, how am I supposed to now say, yeah, but in the end, I think you're going to get this right. She has, she has won two matches on the, ma- she's won two pre-show matches, which as the Uso says, don't count, you know, they don't exist. And she's won, she's been on the winning Survivor Series team in two matches where she was eliminated in both matches. Yeah, but other than that, I mean, but other than that, she's been killing it. She's been doing great. So, yeah, did she show some depth? Sure, she showed some depth. Am I convinced they're going to get it right? No, because they've had it for years and they haven't gotten it right. I mean, why am I suddenly supposed to think that this is the moment where they figured out Nia Jax? How do you figure out Nia Jax? Look at her! There's nothing to figure out! She's the irresistible force. Yeah, she she's should the irresistible be! irresistible force. God, she that's a lame be. name. Um, God, I hate that. It, it doesn't really make bad. any sense. Really Why bad. doesn't it? What does that mean, the irresistible force? It's she's the unstoppable force and the immovable object. She's they, irresistible. The irresistible force is like a black hole. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, Have you ever looked at a black hole? They're beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> Um, uh, anyway, but I, here's the question though: like that whole thing afterwards, is that leading towards Alexa Naya? Like, what are we supposed to make of that? I mean, that would be a it would be a fine, but if if Oscar's kicking over to the other to, to the other the blue team, I would be fine with Alexa Naya. Like, it would potentially give Naya a big moment at WrestleMania. I'm fine with anything that involves <laughs> you figuring out how to use Naya Jax. I'm fine here's with that. The, it's like, why did you cut that promo last week where Alexa just viciously ripped on Asuka if you're going to have Asuka go I, to the other I, side? I agree with you. I, is, there a, is there a possibility they don't know? <laughs> like, is that part oh, of the problem they're, they're, they're going on the fly? 100%. Right, yeah. <laughs> is that, like, clearly you've got uh, Sasha you know, and Bailey. That's clearly happening, right? Like, that, I don't know. I think the problem was they all assumed that Ronda would come in and 
be a natural fit for Charlotte for WrestleMania. Right. And then they saw her do Samoan drops. And like, <laughs> <laughs> Maybe we should push that off a little Whoa. while and try something else here. Look, Nia is the most credible. If it's not going to be Asuka Alexa, Nia is by far the person that should be in that spot. Well, I, I was going to say, should be in this spot, I know. but she's the most this credible. Is, well, that's Sasha. the problem. That's the problem. It would be Sasha. I was well, say, but Sasha's already got a, a dance partner for me. Well, you put them all in the match. Yeah. Well, okay, and that might be in what they ultimately end Wasn't up doing. Wasn't that the match, literally the match last year? Well, isn't that the match they've done every time? <laughs> yeah. They just they did it in an elimination chamber. <laughs> they said, hey, remember the thing we did in an elimination chamber? Now we're going to do it, but without the chamber. What do you guys think about that, huh? <laughs> Little bit different, huh? You guys going to tune in? No? You'll be able to no? see it better yeah, right? while Ooh, you're there. Plus Nia Jax, who's never won. So... <laughs> What do you got? No? Okay. Well, we tried. Uh, <laughs> that's going to be how that goes they, they, The whole Bailey-Sasha thing is also, I don't know if they're doing that. They're, they're doing weird stuff with that. I don't know if I what like it. What are they doing weird stuff with that? Well, I mean, you have, you have like Cole and uh, Coach ripping on Bailey, which I don't know is a good, if that's a good look. Well, I mean, I don't know. I, I don't know what I'm, what I'm why, why? I, I, let's assume that this is supposed to be, you know. This is supposed to be Sasha heel, Bailey face. I think you're making people wonder, okay, should we be cheering? You know, who should we be cheering for? I think part of this is trying to drag it out. You know what I mean? Like, that I think that you're just continuing to give depth for weeks until you get towards WrestleMania. I mean, I think that's part of the story here is just to continue to build a storyline. I think they'll probably have a moment at some point where they try to. Now, the other question is, do they, who do, I mean, is it, are you sure that they want Bailey to be the face? No, that's the thing. I'm not Th- sure. That's what I'm point. saying. Like, and I don't think there's anything wrong with that. I think Bailey is the heel. Yeah, I, this only. I'm only saying. It's, I, I'm saying it's weird. This is for perfect for Sasha turning heel, because it's like Bailey is showing like, man, I'm I'm tired of your shit. Blah 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 blah. Like, you know what I'm saying? Blah, like, I'm not really gonna be the same. I've always been with you. We're not friends like we think we are. Blah blah blah. Then Bailey comes back around that and says so like, you know what, Sasha. You're right. I was wrong, man. We're really good friends. Blah blah blah. And then Sasha turns on yeah. her. I mean, that is that, that's probably what it's going to be. I'm just with with. The, but, but I'm saying I don't have a problem with Bailey. Being oh, I'm the not either. But this. that's why I said it would be weird because I wouldn't have expected that a month ago. And to again, say, this is somebody that they effed up from day one. Right. Why not try to do something at this point and and get something out of that? Um, as far as Paul Heyman, weird that they didn't start the final segment until after 11 o'clock on Monday night, like, yeah. which I only know because I actually watched Raw Live this week, That's which was a really neat. They didn't, like, I looked up and I'm like, they're going to break. It's 10.58. Holy shit. I don't think they've ever done this before. Um, what did you make of the Heyman promo? I, I thought it was fine, but I think if... You're doing an 11 o'clock Paul Heyman promo, it like... It needs to be epic. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I, I guess I was just... I expected something more than what I got. Um, uh, it was a good promo. It was just, I mean, Roman Roman carried the show. I mean, that's what he does. <laughs> By the way, was Roman in the best match? Real quick, who had the best, had the best match, match on Raw Monday night? Uh, it was actually Oscar and Nia Jax. Yeah, you might want to update your old standings <laughs> oh, there oh, for oh, the oh. year, buckaroo. Let's see, let's see. <laughs> yeah, you might want to update the old standings. Uh, you guys want to make an official call on who we think is going to end up being the, uh, the, the opponent for the bar at Mania? Uh, I have no idea. For some reason, I think it might end up being like the Dudleys or something like, like kind of give the one like one final pop there. I feel like they go that route instead of the obvious authors Hardys? of pain. Yeah, I don't think it's going to be the Hardys. Yeah, probably not. But um, I hear you on that, and that would be fine. But I think it would make way more sense for it to be the authors. Yeah, I mean that's the obvious one. It's not. Mm. Are you saying you know? I know I was at NXT Takeover. Well, but don't forget NXT Takeover is before WrestleMania. 
and and yeah. and and what Cesaro tweeted. If we take what Cesaro tweeted, or I can't remember if it was Cesaro or Sheamus, as an actual thing and not just them putting it out there on Twitter, they're going to have an open challenge for WrestleMania. Oh, okay. Well, then yeah, it could be those. I I think that it could almost be, it could be the Young Bucks too. <laughs> they they trolled and yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean it was a clear troll, <laughs> no, but. I thought you knew something, and I was going <laughs> to... No, 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 no. God damn it. They, they just announced the venue for All In. They're not right. going to right. WWE. Yeah, we'll talk about that a little bit later on. Yeah. Anything else from Raw that we need to cover? Oh, by the way, now, currently, Roman Reigns is 5, 3, and 1. Okay. Okay. Um, do we still think it's Elias and Braun? And if not, what are they doing with Braun? I... I think they better fucking be Elias and Braun because, as I've said a million times more, look, I get it. It doesn't look good because you just had him smash him on Monday night. But I do think that you can get Elias over. I think that there are things that you can do between now and then to get heat back on Elias to make that a credible match. And, again, I think that to me is my – look, do I, do I want them to do something silly with the two of them at WrestleMania? I, I, not necessarily, but I don't think there's a problem if they do. Silly worked with the giant. Oh, I lied. I lied. I'm sorry. He's 6-3-1. and one. Mm, mm, you, you a-hole. I believe we call that You're a botch. Ready? So after, uh. <laughs> not, if you, not if you catch it yourself. Uh, Since when? Week. So I'll just give you a little breakdown. It's been 10 weeks so far in the year. Mm. Week one, Roman versus Samoa Joe for the Intercontinental title. Week two, Shield 2.0, which was Jason Jordan um, versus the Balor Club. Week three, Finn versus Seth. Roman's first loss. Week four, Roman versus Miz, IC title. Week five, week five was a tie. There was, but it didn't involve Roman in any way. So that's a loss for him. Yes, it is. Yeah, okay. I can count two. Cena Finn, <laughs> Cena Finn, was, and Asuka Sasha was the tie. Week six was Shield versus the Bar for the tag team titles. Week seven was a fatal five way match. Roman won that. Week eight was Roman versus Seth in the Gauntlet match, or just and just the Gauntlet match in general. Right. Week nine was Seth Miz, but Roman had the best promo. And, <laughs> and week ten, it was Oscar Nia. So he's, he has had the best match. Six of ten weeks this year. All right, there you go. Um, anything else we need to cover from Raw? Um, you know, we, we get the IC title match made official, and I think that's going to be and the by best the way, match that's, of the night. That, that's also against the entire roster. I'm, I'm okay, no, it's against the Raw roster. The, wait, yeah, I'm Raw very roster. aware. Uh, yeah, you're right. I think it's, it stands to be a great match. I agree. Oh, heartedly, Miz, Finn Balor, and Seth Rollins there. Uh, one other thing. I never knew I needed to see Nicole Dust in my life, but oh my it, God. It was so random that I was like, I, this, did I really want, you know what, the honest to God, the only part of that was, like, it feels like one of those things where either Cena, like, said to him at some point, like, dude, you, you and I have never, we've never faced, we should do this, right? And, like, Cena's a student of the game, so that wouldn't surprise me at all. Or, and I can tell you, I know... Dustin is making some non-WWE appearances this summer. And I don't know if that means that he's definitely up and he's definitely done or something like that, but I can say with certainty that Dustin is available for non-WWE appearances this summer. Now, again, they've made they, you they know, guys, for, for guys WWE like that, guys, yeah. yeah, correct. So I can't I can't say anything with certainty, but interesting, you know what I mean? Like interesting that it might be a realization for him that this could be it. And this, they might have said to him, dude, we don't really have any plans for you for a pay-per-view match or anything like that. Like, here's a spot that you can have on a Raw that would be pretty cool and that'd be your final kind of big moment yeah. on a show before it's all said and done. That's a possibility. All right. Uh, when we come back in, Chris Nowinski, you remember him. Uh, he did not win the first Tough Enough. He was part of the, It was Maven who won the first Tough Enough. But he was part of the first Tough Enough and uh, had a better career in WWE than Maven did. But... 
He didn't get to eliminate The Undertaker from the Royal That is Rumble, true. He did not do that. He did not do that. But that literally was everything that Maven did during the course of his career. Threw a good dropkick. He did throw a hell of a dropkick. Chris Nowinski has uh, moved on to do some things that are uh, arguably far more important than professional wrestling as he's trying to help everybody uh, keep their brains, which seems like a good idea. We're going to talk to him about that. We're going to talk to him about a bunch of stuff when we come back in. I'm Glenn. He's Aaron, and he's... The main event. AJ Francis. This is Jobbing Out. Visit Buffalo Wild Wings weekdays from 11 to 2 and take advantage of their new 15-minute lunch guarantee or your lunch is free. That's right, free. And with a 15-minute lunch guarantee, that means less time waiting and more time eating delicious B-dubs before you got to get back to the office. Buffalo Wild Wings, White Marsh, Owings Mills, and Westminster Wings Beer Sports available for dining orders at participating locations for a limited time. See restaurant for details. Back in here for segment number three of Jobbing Out, Glenn Clark, Aaron Oster, and of course... The main event. AJ Francis of the Washington Redskins. Well, this is going to be a fun conversation. I've wanted to talk to this guy for a little while. Um, we are wrestling nerds, and we of course remember him from his time in the WWE, but since that time he has gone on to do... Believe it or not, actually far more important things as he's trying to protect... Uh, more important than wrestling? Yeah, I know. Believe it or not, actually there might be a thing or two that's more important. Um, and interestingly, and I, I purposely did this where I haven't even asked AJ his opinion about one of these particular topics because I wanted all to sort of come out on the table at the same time. Mm-hmm. Um, there's been a bill... You want me to put it on the table? I want to... Yeah, put it, bring it to the table. That's what I want. Well, not... Uh-huh. Oh, would you stop it? <laughs> Um, there's been a bill that was recently uh, defeated here in Maryland that would ban uh, kids under the age of 14 from tackling in football. And I know that it's something that he's been following and been a part of. He is uh, former WWE star Chris Nowinski, and he joins us now here on Jobbing Out. Chris, it's so good to talk to you, man. Thank you so much for taking the time for us this week. My pleasure, Glenn AJ. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, the Glenn and AJ show. That's right. Yeah, right. Here's the good thing though. That means you're probably going to the Hall of Fame. Right. (laughs) All right. So so Chris, I guess there's so much that we want to unpack with you, but I'm gonna start I wanna have both of you guys talk about this. Uh, this bill that happened in our backyard, it's not gonna happen now, but the conversation is underway. Can you present to me why it is that that you were interested in this bill that would see you know tackling and football being sort of outlawed for kids under the age of fourteen? Sure. Um, so as you know, uh, you know, since I got my concussion, uh, or my big concussion in 2003, I've been, you know, trying to understand the effects of it to the head. And so since then, started the Concussion Legacy Foundation and the BUCTE Center at Boston University. In the, in the last 10 years, we've diagnosed uh, almost 300 football players with CTE, degenerative brain disease. Uh, that we used to think was sort of exclusive to boxers, these called punch drunk. So apparently it's very clear that getting hit in the head over and over again can cause your brain to rot. One of the other things we've started to learn is that it's also a pretty clear dose-response relationship. The longer you play football, uh, the greater your risk is going to be. It's like the longer you smoke, the greater your risk of lung cancer. So the question becomes, you know, after seeing all this death in football and seeing, you know, people struggle, uh, how do you how do you solve this problem? And in in our opinion, the the logical way to solve this problem is to shorten the number of years you play. And how you would do that is not telling professionals to stop getting paid for a job, but would be, hey, you know, why do you even have kids playing tackle football in the first place? Was this ever a good idea to have a game where you get hit in the head 500 times a season? And so we're recommending to parents that their children wait to play tackle and play flag or another version of the game 
uh, until 14. And that, with, and the evidence that we have, and it's not all out yet, but I can tell you the evidence we have that will be out is that it would dramatically reduce their risk of CTE. And so you would maximize your benefit to the game by starting in high school uh, and, and having that great high school football experience, but you'd minimize your risk of CTE and the game would lose nothing. So that's my opinion. And because we're talking about kids' lives and, and, and the chance that they might die of CTE, um, it, I think it's, there is a role for the government to consider whether parents should be allowed to hit their kids in the head 500 times. I mean, I think that's a conversation we should all have because I think the, the damage is that bad. Uh, yeah, um, I agree that they should limit the uh, starting age of football, but I think 14 is too late. Hmm. Uh, I think I think I started playing football when I was 12. And at 12 years old, I was mature enough and I understood myself. Enough. Now, you're also the size of two humans, in fairness. That's true. But I also wasn't the biggest person on my team. Hmm. And I wasn't the biggest person on any team that I played against. Hmm. So, like, there's bigger kids than me. There were smaller kids than me, obviously. I mean, I'm big. I was one of the bigger kids. Um, but, uh, you know, looking back... Uh, I wanted to play football when I was a kid, when I was like five, and I was too, t- like I was, I wasn't too, I wasn't big, but I was tall. So because I was so tall, just my, I was kind of like skinny, but I was overweight in comparison to other f- five-year-olds, right? Six-year-olds, you know what I'm saying? Right. So I would be five years old playing with ten-year-olds, and my dad was like, no. So I played soccer till I was twelve. So when I turned twelve, I finally could play. You can play based on your weight. And I felt like that was a good. That's a good starting point for a, a kid to play. Now, if you want to say fourteen, that's good too. I mean, that's a solid number. But the only problem that I have is, I've been to Florida. They have spring ball in their high schools. Right. The reason. <laughs> the reason why. Yeah. The reason why Maryland doesn't compete. Right. Because with right. these other schools from like unless we're talking private schools, Dematha, Good Counsel, right, 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 right. The reason why Maryland Public School will never, ever compete with Florida Public School or Texas Public School or California Public School is because they actually take football more seriously down there. Mm-hmm. And if you limit the starting time of when people play, I understand that it's good for the kids, but it, you're also consciously making a decision, which is why I, under, I, I see why people may not have supported the bill. Like, you're making a conscious decision to have worse – developed football players and football is even though maryland's a basketball state right football is still the biggest sport in america yeah of course yeah of course so that's going to be the biggest challenge that you have to face with this bill i don't i don't i'm not i I think it's a good idea i think at 12 would be a better age but at the the the, my kids if it's up to me if my kid comes to me at five years old and he says he wants to play football and i say no i want you to play something else and he says no you play football i want to play football i'm gonna let him Okay. But if if I have any say, if he doesn't beg me to play football, I'm having him playing soccer and basketball and these other sports that keep him away from the exact issues that this bill is trying to prevent. Right, right. You get what I'm saying? So I, I, I definitely support the, the 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 thought process behind the bill. I just think it might be a little too rigid. Chris, I know there's a lot my there. my own right. personal experience. There's a lot there, but do you want to try to react to that? It's... No, I mean, it's a very thoughtful reaction. Uh, I, I, you know, 12 or 14 is – that, you know, is not the issue, right? It's, it's that yeah. it's before 12 where it's, it's it's obviously the worst. And so I don't, you know, I'm not going to, you know, even discuss that. I'd be, I would be ecstatic with 12. Hmm. Um, 
Although, yeah, although I'd still suggest waiting if you can, and then a couple more years. And then, you know, again, yeah, that question of whether, and I think it's, you know, I like how you approach the question of how good your football is. I mean, the reality is pre-high school or even, you know, early high school, who cares how good your football is if you're killing brain cells of children? So No, I, to, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't really say in the football at that age. I was saying when you start your development at 12, for, right. by the time you get to 17, 18 and you're being recruited to go to right. college, you're a better player then as opposed yeah. to starting at 14. I wasn't necessarily saying I don't give a damn okay. about – I don't care about college football. I, I think that's a s- inferior game than the NFL, but many people disagree with me. So, well, that's uh, only because you, you, you are there. Yeah. Yeah. Peaks, peaks in college, college is the ultimate. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, um, yeah, go ahead, Chris. Yeah, no, I, I, I was just going to say, okay, so, yeah, so the, yeah, uh, the, the development question is, is an interesting one. One of the infographics we actually built uh, was to, to make that point, though, that, you know what, when you start may not really matter for how much you succeed. A lot of it has to do with genetic lottery. Is um, We put together the flag football under 14 all-time greatest teams. So these are guys who never put on a helmet until high school. And it happens to include the top five NFL players all time. Yeah. And that I, know, I know Lawrence Taylor didn't play until he was a junior. Right. Right. Do you know the, who would you name were the other four top players all time? Let's get your list. Uh, and, I, and I would argue. Jerry that, Rice. Uh, I'll give you the hint that they're all offensive. Yes, Jerry Rice. Uh, Thomas Brady, born in a major. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Correct. <laughs> Uh, uh, Aaron Rodgers, also born in a bigger <laughs> No, I, well, he didn't make our list. He, he's not consensus top five. I mean, what about like Joe two, Montana? Two, I mean, let, let me let me just two get one. Back. Let me just get one. Th- uh, probably Emmitt Smith and Barry Sanders. That's actually, well, no, according to the NFL all, 100, 100th anniversary team or whatever, it was uh, Walter Payton and Jim Brown. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah, 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 those are decent names. <laughs> those right are two there. good picks as well. <laughs> uh, no, but like. Uh, uh, it's funny because, like, uh, that is true. There, there, I mean, there are people that that are just born to play football. That yep. happens. Yep. But I think I can. I'm speaking from personal experience, and I would say probably at least seventy percent of the guys that are currently in the NFL would not have been in the NFL had they not been working on their technique as long as they did. Now, they might have worked on the technique for ten years. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? They could have worked on the technique for 10 years strictly, like, that includes high school. Four years of high school, you'd gray shirt, and then you spend five years in college. That's 10 years right there. You know what I'm saying? So you can get it, but there's there are, it does matter. Like, the amount the, – because you're nothing more than the sum of your reps. You know that. You played in college. Like, the more, the, the, the more you play – did you not get better every year? Well, obviously. Exactly. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you know what I'm no, he was perfect from the day he went into the stands. How dare you, I've sir? I've been playing football since I was 12, right? I'm 27. I turned 28 in May. I, I, I'm definitely getting better every year. Now, some people get incrementally, like you plateau, but it, the, those extra years do matter for a lot of guys. If you happen to be born like Lawrence Taylor – Right, right. Yeah, you can make up for a few things, but it, but it's it is. But I understand what Chris is saying too. No, which he is, has a good point. Right, you're, but you're also weighing this against. Okay, so for the handful of people, the small percentage yeah. of people that are like you, right. yeah. there's a far greater percentage of people that are never going to be in the yeah. situation that right. you're in that are risking, you and know, let, and let me, effing up their lives. And let in the me process. say this from jump: football is one of my least favorite sports 
<laughs> I just I just am very good at right. it. You're just right. big. You're in the, you're the top saying, percentile yeah. of percentiles. So, right. like, I like basketball more. I like soccer more. I don't like baseball more. That's a stretch. But definitely basketball. <laughs> <laughs> but, but definitely basketball and soccer for certain. So, like, I say that as a someone. Like, I'm just – I know because of my job dealing with fanatic football fans. Mm-hmm. Like, I can't go anywhere. Like I can't go anywhere and tell anyone what I do for a living, unless I tell them I'm an artist. That's cool. Yeah, right. They usually don't care. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But if I tell, but if I tell them that I play football, yeah, oh then my it's, God, right, right, the floodgates open. Correct. So when they ask me, "Do you play football?" I say, "Yeah, I played at Maryland in college," which is not a lie. Correct. Yeah. yeah Correct. I played, I played That's, the all they That's all they need to know. That's all they need to know. You played collegiately in Maryland. A lot of dudes did. There's a lot of guys. <laughs> I was pretty good but, in high school. It's like quite the same as saying you went to Harvard. Yeah. I mean, it's not exactly. But the it's like same. doing that. Like just in those reactions, I understand why this is going to be an uphill battle for this bill because I think the bill right. is good. I like. I like. I said. I think that you should move it to twelve. But that, and in the grand scheme of things, that really doesn't matter. Right. Like the bill in and of itself is very good. But the problem you're going to have, it's like, you know, the bill to make sure that in Florida or in some states, it's already Texas forever. It's already illegal to purchase a handgun before you turn twenty one. But you can purchase an AR fifteen before right. you turn twenty one. Right. We can't change it. Right. Right, right, right. Yeah, yeah, that yeah. makes common sense, yeah. but I, I mean, the politics doesn't always make sense. I hear you. Chris Nowinski is with us here on Jobbing Out. Uh, Chris, I know that for a long time the WWE was not interested in listening to you, and you had no conversation, nothing with them at all. Has anything about that changed at all in in recent years? And is there any hope for something like that to change? If not, it's... oh no, it's, it's, I mean uh, things have changed dramatically. So the, are you the reason they got rid of the curb stomp? <laughs> <laughs> and are you the reason they brought it back? <laughs> I have, I, I, I have no idea how they make their creative decisions. I am very proud of how um, the WWE leadership has embraced this knowledge and really made an effort to um, educate talent and to change the product. And, and um, by WWE. Management, you mean Triple H, right? Well, so Triple H is on our board of directors, but we, I mean, we have this. I mean, he wouldn't be without the support of, of the WWE leadership and Vince McMahon and, yeah. and everybody. But um, but, but what, what's been fascinating is you know when we started uh, talking uh, in 2011, um, you know they they after the research had sort of approved itself. They said, okay, you know what can we do to, to make this this business safer so we had some conversation we had some meetings they've actually now for I think five years now I've been going and giving annual talks to the talent on what we know about concussions and CT and, and what, so what's most uh, rewarding for me and what most interesting I think sort of shows where this comes from is they never ask me what I'm going to say you know I go out there and I just tell them look if you guys hit each other in the head a lot this can happen right and if you don't take care of concussions you can end your career or something, you know, even worse can happen. And so, take care of these things. Like, let's remember that the goal is to. This is this is entertainment. We never, we should never hurt each other if we do it right. We should never barely touch each other if we do right. it right. And and it, it, it's always interesting because you know the vet, the veterans are incredibly supportive. 
uh, and thankful that, you know, and it's sort of like we all had that pressure when we came in there. You know, I, I was only a, a rookie there, but you have that pressure that you want to perform and you want to be considered tough and you want to work stiff or be respected and all that stuff. But then as you get older and you get a little more knowledge, you realize, oh, this is about not getting hurt and longevity yep. and all these things. And so there's that constant push and pull. But now, but now there's support from the top down to say, hey, um, if we're going to do risky things, let's, let's make sure that, that you know, we're very thoughtful about them, that they're not common. And so um, it, it's, it's great that the, probably the great impact that this work has had has not been on a sport. But it's been on, uh, you know, my former uh, with my former colleagues that they are they are um, they've really embraced this, and I'm I'm really proud of what they've changed. It's huge. Yeah. It's huge, man. And it's definitely been great in ring. But of course, there's also been situations that come up, like the Daniel Bryan situation right now, where he desperately, desperately wants to wrestle. He's not being allowed to wrestle. Like, what, what's your take on kind of the the balance between letting people do what they want to do versus just shutting them down like this? I, I mean, that's a that's a great question, and it's, a, it's an interesting sort of outcome of this work. That um, you know, one of the guys who's who's you know incredibly entertaining and top of his game, that that they told they wouldn't wrestle for them anymore because of you know the accumulation of impacts you know over the years, and you know that is that is a hard that's a hard question that, there's, that I frankly have no easy answer to. I mean, if, if my understanding based on what I've read publicly is that he he developed uh, the seizure disorder, you know, after all those concussions, which is not uncommon. And see, you know, epilepsy and seizures can be extraordinarily debilitating for the rest of your life. Like you can't get, you might not be able to get a driver's license. You might be putting your kids at risk and your your family at risk because you might just you know, go down at any point. Um, and so I understand why there are doctors who would say you should never get in the ring again. And now as somebody who's, uh, you know, finally mostly under control of my headache. So I'm still never, not, I'm never gonna be the same guy I was. I would also say, you know, if I had a chance to come, I would say, you know, if you have your health today, embrace it. Like it sucks to walk away, mm-hmm. but you know, there are things that are more important. And so I think it's, it's very interesting that, and I think again, um, impressive that WWE is saying, you know, even if, even if you can find doctors who will clear you, even if, um, you know, you want to go, it's not going to be for us because we know this is not best for you, for your long-term health and your family. Um, and it's, it's tough, man. It's real tough, right? Like it's, it's not no, easy. I'm a yeah. fan of his, man. Yeah. I wouldn't want anyone telling me I couldn't do something if I could find doctors that tell me I could. But I will tell you that you know not every doctor, you know, has the same risk benefit that you do, right? There's, right. I mean, a lot. The unfortunate thing in this, you know, hopefully it'll never come up for you, AJ. But you go see doctors, and a lot of doctors live abide by the "I'm not going to take away your ability to do, you know, make make a living if I can't find a specific and and, and perfect reason to tell you to quit." Yeah, and other doctors will tell you to quit earlier because they they might feel more like a, you know, like if you were my son, I would tell you never get out there. But since you're not, go ahead and go nuts. You know, mm-hmm. and that 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 can be hard advice for a young person to understand. Yeah, and also it doesn't help that every, you've never seen the doctor for free. Right. right. So yeah. every time you pay the doctor, he's gonna be like, "Yeah, sure, you can do whatever the hell you want." Bro. <laughs> <laughs> Just come back. Let me check yeah, it out in three months. <laughs> See you again then. 
Hey, Chris, I'm assuming at this point, I know we got to let you go because we already kept you over, but we really appreciate the time. I'm assuming at this point now that for now the bill is, is dead in Maryland. It, does it? Do you shift to, okay, well, we need to educate everyone. That's the most important thing. Or do you try to rally again to, to take a look at the bill, see how you can adjust it? And, Make it 12. Yeah, yeah, right? Move forward. <laughs> Well, if you'll come testify, AJ. I will. Uh, if you want I, I me to, see. I will. Really? Okay. Well, that's powerful. That's really powerful. I think, um, I know, I know the, I mean, so the bill didn't get out of committee, but that doesn't mean that the idea is dead. Um, and, and here, let me give you one example of like what could come out of this. So even if it didn't become an outright ban, there is no regulation if you tackle football. And so one of those really bizarre and awful things that we have going on is that at the high school level, the state athletic association governs the sport, and it's why you're not hitting in the spring and in the summer and in the fall, and why there's practice restrictions and all these yep. things. Those don't exist at youth tackle football. Nope. And it is a wild west of your child just may be out there getting abused by yep. someone who doesn't know any better. Yep. And two two examples is there is a year round uh, tackle football program in in the Maryland Virginia area that hopefully will be written about soon. Where, where middle school kids over three years had played more than 100 tackle football games, which is insane. Wow. And they, you know, they came into their high school career with chronic injuries that may prevent them from ever playing again. Yeah, that's not okay. <laughs> no. And Those then, kids' parents are also assholes. <laughs> <laughs> well, and, he, and, he, and one of the more twisted things that I think will be written about, too, is that you know, there's a um, – I was recently contacted with someone, someone in the region uh, whose father had passed away of – CTE and saw it. And this, this person also played college football themselves. And they reached out to me and said, all right, here's the problem. I'm, I'm still coaching youth football. I'm supportive of it. Um, but our league in the playoffs plays playoff games on back-to-back nights. Yeah. To cram them all Crazy. That's bonkers. Which, of course, you know, the, the NFL is a union. You have a union. And you guys are fighting over five days of rest, right? Yes. For Thursday night games. You know, the idea of back-to-back is crazy, especially when it comes to the brain because – Kids feeling pressure to play in the playoffs may hide in a concussion, yep. or they don't know they have a concussion. You don't have any doctors there to see it anyway. So you get a kid getting hit in the head two nights in a row, you know, catastrophic consequences have occurred. And there's, you know, there's a, recently a kid who died in Indiana playing a five-game-a-weekend jamboree. So this coach, who's been in the system as a college player, who saw what CT did, asked them, can we have a rule that we no longer play <laughs> playoff games on back-to-back nights? And the league <laughs> said no. I... It's like, recently... This and is so ridiculous. the idea that like these are the people in charge of child's health. Uh, yeah. you know, the problem, the problem in, in, in watching the pushback on the bill is that most of the most of the reasons why people are fighting for this are like factually wrong, right? They're saying every sport like has I concussions, said. and we have to say it's not about concussions. And they, you know, I there's one coach uh, in Illinois who recently said the problem's not uh, youth football. The problem is if you continue to play football and you play too long then you get problems and it's like that's not really how it works it would be like saying well it's not it's not smoking for three years as a kid that's the issue it's a lifetime of smoking therefore smoke for three years as a kid but then you got to quit and then you're <laughs> fine and so why are you picking on the five-year-old smoking <laughs> yeah so um so anyway so there, there's a clear education process that needs to happen so there's and so we'll, we'll continue to educate and recommend to parents hey look at the data listen to the experts like hey jay and Make a better, you can make a better decision for your child. And then I think also the, the data is going to be overwhelming within a couple of years yeah. based on what just what I know is coming from our But our, here's our the, the biggest fight you're going to have 
in a couple years is the fact that we've already reached this point. I can only imagine how it is two years from now. Data and facts don't matter. For a lot of people, <laughs> for a lot of people, unfortunately, that is that doesn't matter. So troubling, man. Oh, don't give up. Can't tell scientists that. Oh, I I believe in <laughs> science over everything, but I am in the increasing minority. <laughs> have hope. People will. We are the problem is we have to distribute the knowledge better. Um, and, and doing shows like this where we're reaching, you know, all the wonderful wrestling fans out there who I love um, is a great way to educate them, too. So, it, it, no, the facts, the facts will eventually win. And the facts also give good reason for the government to, to intervene if, if that's what we feel is appropriate as, as more data accumulates and, and we understand risk benefit a little bit better. Yeah. But so anyway, so this conversation will continue um, because it, it, it you know, based on everything I know today, it's what's right for the kids. If, if the science changes, you know, we'll change. But I think it's only trending into we're finding out these hits are even worse. And the changes, to hope that the changes we've made in the last two or three years are really going to change outcomes of CTE is probably foolish. You know, it's the same hope that the cigarette industry tried to sell us when they said, oh, this causes cancer. We'll take down the tar a few milligrams and we'll give you this filter on the end of it and you'll be fine. And it's like, oh, no, that didn't work, guys. Everyone still got cancer. So yep. that's, uh, hitting a few times less is not going to – or teaching people to tackle is not going to make a difference. He is Chris Nowinski, Dr. Chris Nowinski, that is. Let me make sure I get that doctor. correct. Dr. Chris Thank Nowinski. Thank you. The doctor. At uh, Chris Nowinski1 on Twitter, chrisnowinski.com. Anything else that we can plug, Chris? Well, the other question I have to ask is, is uh, do, you know, do you know what question I am about to have to ask? No. No, the question I end every conversation with, with NFL players is, have you considered donating your brain? Ah. Uh, yeah, sure. I'm gonna, I mean, I can't use any more when I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> You're I mean, in? Yeah, that's no problem. Oh, that'll, all right, great. All right, good. I'm going to send you our sign-up form. Um, but, yeah, I mean, the reality is we all need to – I would also make a call to action for people listening. Go, you know, learn about our – Flag Football Under 14 program is flagfootballu14.org. But also, if you want to be a part of the solution, you know, brain donation is an incredible way to, to help us gain knowledge about this, but also get you on our list for studies of people while they're, act, while they're alive. So go to concussionfoundation.org slash pledge and sign up. And we'll send you your own brain donation card in the mail and a brochure about it. But you'll be, you'll be part of the solution. Over 3,000 athletes have signed up. We've even got some active NFL players like AJ, but not, not many. So it's a sexy thing for you to do, so I appreciate it. Very cool. Um, Very yeah. cool. So yeah. th- thank you for your brain, Alan. I'll be in touch about that. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Chris, thank you for taking the time, man. We really appreciate it. All right, it was a pleasure, guys. Great stuff with Chris Nowinski. I appreciate him joining the show. I'm laughing because AJ is trying to play HQ trivia at the same time as he finishes the show. Yeah. Because I realized we reached the point. Like, this was the moment that we could have him till. And now. Yeah, we're, yeah, yeah. Three, three o'clock, right. he's done. Do you not yeah, understand how ADHD works? It, it, it's the old yeah, no, uh, John Thompson. We don't do overtime. Do right. How right. many times have you seen me draw on something? 
Um, or pick oh, all the time, every time. Yeah. You've wrecked <laughs> things in this studio. It's happened. It's what it is. All right, let's uh, so let's wrap up so that we don't lose him totally. So we still at least have partial attention from. Him. By the way, AJ just offered to give a man his brain. Like that's yeah. the thing that just occurred here. On this show. Like you I offered mean, really, to give a man your brain. I really don't care. Right, I know you're not going to need it. I get it. I, it makes all the sense in the world to don't like what the hell if you can help somebody else. Why not? Yeah. I'll donate my brain. I'm, I'm already. You know I'm ar- I've already. I'm already an organ donor. Yeah, you know what? It, what's amazing? I was thinking about this. Varsity Blues was 20 years ago. Like, how is concussion still not a major thing when they could put, you know... Because Varsity Blues is the thing, because it's still Texas, man. Right. Because there's still priorities, bro. That's amazing, Friday Night Lights? Right, I know, but I'm I'm saying, like, we're talking, this isn't a new thing. Oh, eggs. Does it matter how quickly you answer these questions? Yeah, you had, like, five seconds So we're playing HQ Trivia as we do this. (laughs) This is going to be awful. This is going to be so... This is the worst. I got it. We can't. I'll do it another time. No, do it. I Dude, we got to do a we, show. We we're a doing show. it right now. All right, All right, let's get through these things. Number one, um, we have some news from the world of Get All In. Yes. And uh, that's that we have a location. We do have All a location. In. It is in Chicago. It is on Labor Day weekend. Uh, Chicago is interesting just because a lot of people assumed it was going to be California to kind of pair with uh, Battle of Los Angeles. But now it's out in Chicago. It's its own thing. Supposedly there's going to be a convention involved. A podcast point. convention. A podcast fact. convention. You're yes. responsible. Get get I'll, on I'll, that. I'll see what I can get do on there. that. Um, but yeah, so it, it's turning into a big thing. Uh, Flip Gordon did not qualify this weekend, so as I of f- now he is out. Oh right, he lost to Cody. Right, he did lose, yeah. But yeah, you know, I saw that. I saw point. that. Yep. All right. Um, the big question about that is: Do they want? Can they get? And would it help sell out? CM Punk. Uh, it would help sell out. Will they get it? Yes. I think he will. Yes. I think he will. Sh- they might I think Brock Lesnar if Brock Lesnar isn't under contract still. I think he will show up in a non-wrestling role. CM Punk. Yes. I okay. think he's going to wrestle. It's possible. I mean, I think it makes all the sense in the world for him. Yes. It's interesting that this thing that we assumed that was going to happen in California is suddenly happening in Chicago, right? Like yeah. That means we also get AJ Lee. Well, and nobody has a problem with that in their life. Um, AJ Lee versus Tesla Blanchard would be a hell hello. of a match. I would not be opposed to that in any way. Um, it's just interesting. Why else would they move it to Chicago? I mean, Chicago is probably well, a better Chi- wrestling. I was going to say, yeah, Chicago right. is, is the city. If, it's the perfect city for them to yeah. use. Okay, you're right. You're right. But they, they it had all been about California until now. Yeah, because I mean, it hadn't been. We just kind of assumed it was California because the Young Bucks are from California because – it, they're doing it Labor Day weekend, which people associate with the Battle of Los Angeles. The Battle of Los Angeles has only been doing Labor Day weekend the past few years, so it's not ridiculous to think they might move Battle of Los Angeles up a weekend so people can do both. Um, Chicago was always on the short list. It's just that they picked it, mainly. And the venue, I think, holds a little bit more. It holds a little 11 and change or something like that. Um, okay. I mean, I just I think that CM Punk is a factor. Oh, I think it's implied. I think it's a factor. I think, it's a, yeah. I think CM Punk is very much implied. It depends. Yeah. You know, there's rumors that I think it's – isn't that the pay-per-view that month of UFC? It's in August or September, I think, the one that he's oh, being is rumored it? Okay. for. I All don't right. know that for sure, but I, right. there there is one that he's being rumored for. I don't know exactly what it is, though. All right. Um, next, let's uh, touch on – Why is he fighting again? Because UFC is desperate for star power, whatever they, they can they get. Nothing. They're about to find out. They're, they're about they were, to turn into What Bell they were Tour. looking for for their TV deal, they're finding out they can get about half of that. Mm-hmm. It's bad right now. It's really bad for the UFC at the moment. They, they just have no stars. They thought they, they thought they were getting a four hundred, four hundred fifty million dollar TV deal. The best offer so far has been two hundred million dollars. Yeah, it is well. rough, mm-hmm. rough. 
All right, um, next. Uh, this is weird. The WWE is doing an event in Saudi Arabia, and for some reason, it's got to be the coolest thing in the history of ever. And we don't get it. It's a 50, 50 man. Or I don't even know if it's 50 men. It might be 50 person for all I know. Because I don't know where. Dude, I, guess, I guess they have 50 men, but they're really pushing the main roster to get 50 there. Uh, they're not really. Royal Rumble in uh, Saudi Arabia. That's what they're calling it. It's not a battle royal. Yeah. It's a Royal Rumble, which I thought was its own thing. Like, I thought it had to be at the Royal Rumble yeah, in order for it to be. Thing, it's so cool. We had the Royal Rumble. That's why we watch it. the second thing, because that's the yeah. only time you can ever see the Royal Rumble, unless you're in Saudi Arabia. I'm, speaking <laughs> as someone who's been to the Middle East, they're going to love that. Oh, my God. Of course. Well, it's going to no be amazing. Kidding. But when they could have done a 50-man battle royal <laughs> in Saudi Arabia, and it probably would have been just as good. But it was the world's greatest Royal I, Rumble. <laughs> Why can't our Royal Rumble be the great? Like, I'm not trying to be a, 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 a dickish. I'm not trying to be a jingoistic here. But, like, well, we have to, we're paying for a network. <laughs> Can't we have a great royal, like the greatest royal? Are Rumble? they saying it's not going to be broadcast? They haven't said anything. They, yet. Yeah, I mean said, it's more than likely going to be. I, I would. Hope I hope. That it's <laughs> you know what I mean? like, if, if they're calling it the world's greatest, I thought royal they were going to do all of these events and and put them on the WWE Network the way that but they Star did. Starcade didn't. Yeah, like uh, overwhelmingly, the events have. When Brock Lesnar showed up, he the first one ended up on the network. Yep. Now Brock Lesnar just shows up in Baltimore on a Saturday night, and nobody knows about it. It's just what it is. And, so. and is this for anything? Like, if this is a Royal Rumble, hypothetically, there should be something on something the line. Gained for winning the when greatest Royal the, Rumble when ever. When is the match itself? I think it's the end of April. Is that right? Um, that sounds right. Yeah, I mean, so it's you could put them in Money in the Bank or something. Nah, they're probably going to be in the get a title shot at SummerSlam. I mean, they got a long way to go. They got a long way Not between really. from there to SummerSlam. The end of April. That's four uh, pay per views, man. It's April twenty seventh. That's a that's four pay per view cycles. To try to hang on to keep somebody into the main event at SummerSlam. I don't think. How long is... Two. How No. How long has Carmella had the... Well, that's fair, too. <laughs> but she's not been the number one contender. I was going to say, if it's I a... I mean, technically, game. yes. I mean, yes. I, okay, all right. I hear you. I hear you. <laughs> <sighs> all right. Um, um, yeah, it'll, it'll be interesting. And this also is paired with the idea that... I don't know if you've heard the rumors about the 100,000-seat uh, show in Australia they're looking at. Have you Have you heard any of this? No. So, so they're looking at possibility having a, a huge stadium show in Australia that they might be calling WrestleMania Down Under. Okay. Okay. I mean, why not, right? Why not do a... It's weird. It's a weird <laughs> bit. It's, it's a real weird bit, dude. That's a really, really weird bit. Why can't we just give one of them Survivor Series? We don't need it anymore. <laughs> it's yours. <laughs> like, we're going to keep WrestleMania and the greatest Royal Rumble. Like, we're going to have those, all right? You but guys Survivor can get Series, backlash the, yeah, and payback. The only time all year that Raw superstars <laughs> face SmackDown superstars, you can have it. We good. It's yours, by all means. Why don't we? We should have just given them World War Three. Just I bring mean, that back and give them. All, all right, we're we're doing that. You want you want a sixty man battle royal? You fine get World War Three. No doubt. Man. <laughs> what right. was the match? Was the cage on top of the cage on top of the cage? The uh, the triple decker. Oh cage. yeah, uh, yeah that it was. was um, the ta- I mean, they call it was called several. The, the Tower of Doom, the Ultimate Cage, <laughs> the like it, it had five different names. At one point, it was called War Games when it wasn't War Games at all. Right. It, it was the Vince Russo special that they had in uh, Ready to Rumble. Yeah. That's right. Oh, my God. That's exactly what it was. Yes. You're totally right about that. All right. Uh, finally, what was – I've already forgotten what the other one was that uh, you wanted well, to Well, as, as uh, AJ mentioned before, he and Ben went to uh, NXT oh, yesterday. Right. And we right. will not give out any spoilers, but this is interesting, and then they posted it out online. 
Uh, NXT's getting a secondary title. Yes. Yep. The North American title. I've already heard, unfortunately, the uh, the uh, the main event or the, the match. I have I've, not. I've already heard about Do it. Do you want to know? It's pretty no. amazing. I don't want to know. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm bitter because I got more spoilers than I wanted from all of you jerks. Uh, it's not just AJ's fault, but a bunch of you retweeted AJ, so you can go after yourself. So my phone kept blowing up all night. Um, that was the most viral tweet that we've got as a job on the job now Twitter. I don't know. If, maybe. I mean, it's the most one recently for sure. Um, but it's a it's a great match. Shows it's you a great how, match. Shows you how white hot fucking Johnny Gargano is. Man, there's no doubt about that. Um, I don't know. It, look, more belts is obviously you know typically a good thing because it gives purpose to what you're doing. You have so like it seems like there's so many people on the roster right. that aren't being used right now. Right, dude. Dude, three debuts yesterday. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, just stop it. Don't stop. Don't. Three. Stop. stop. Just stop. Three. God, I hate him. I hate him so much. Three of them. Okay. Hit him in the face with your double dog. <laughs> yeah, right. The, the, no. I only took one bite. Of. No, there was definitely three debuts. Yesterday. I believe Great. you. I know that. I just don't want to know any more. Do you know? Who I, I know all two. Three of them I know two, I know two of, of them. them. I, don't I don't know who, who the third, third one is. Ooh. I don't want. Spicy. Well, I have a good guess of who it would be. Spicy. Here, I'll write down three. No, no, no. <laughs> Do it. No. Do it. No. This is good radio. No. I mean, two of them showed up in Philly, right? In the crowd. Uh, yes. I Then I know the third because I saw you tweet about it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. We're good. We're good. I mean, I don't want to. God damn it. I hate you so much. By the way. Get um, the plugs in. I want to be done with the this. The main event of yesterday's show was one of the best matches this year um, on any card, on any level. The main event of the NXT show last night. I don't know if it'll be the main event of the last episode going into TakeOver. Or if it'll be the main event next week, I don't know. But I know that match was incredible. And it starred two of the people that you were just thinking about, Glenn. So it was pretty dope. Judge just says it, TakeOver. Good choice to go to TakeOver over uh, Supercard of Honor? Yes. Yeah. Okay. And it's not close. <laughs> All right, okay. there you go. Yes. Okay. There you go. <laughs> there you go. I mean, based on this one match that I know. The, 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 the four matches that I'm pretty sure are going to happen. Five, actually, no. There's five matches that I'm pretty sure are going to happen at NXT TakeOver. Those five matches, it, it's it's potentially the best TakeOver card ever. Okay. Cool. <laughs> well, good. then. <laughs> Sounds good. Well, then. <laughs> We're going. Well, that's hey, good we, news. We, we have tickets. That is the good news. All right. Let's let's uh, let's get the plugs in. AJ, we'll start with you. Frank, Francis Sports Academy, the whole deal. Yeah, so um, I'm going to be on WKYS 93.9 in D.C. tomorrow morning at 8 a.m., uh, which will be Friday morning. Yes. Uh, tunes. So if you're listening on Saturday, you fucked. Yeah, you're a bad person. Um, also, uh, you know, uh, I am going to the state semifinal game for my dad today. Um, we're getting ready to try to um, get the French Sports Academy up and running once basketball season ends this weekend. Probably take a couple weeks off before we start the training. But we got... Some training and other stuff that we're going to be doing around the city. Uh, you can follow me on social media at AJ Francis 410 um, Instagram, Twitter, all that. Check it out. Um, I just dropped a YouTube video today for the uh, – it's the six months since OTA dropped. Um, and in six months, my album has over 400,000 streams across all platforms combined. Um, oh, I mean – well, if you include YouTube, it actually has over like – 700,000 streams, but I'm talking like non-YouTube music streaming services. Um, 
and it's been really dope. So I dropped a music video for my, my favorite song on my album, Blessed. Um, you can get my album OTA on Spotify, Apple Music, Tidal, Google Play, all that. Um, Blessed, the music videos on my YouTube page. You can get all this information again from my social media at AJ Francis 410. And uh, hopefully, we win tonight. Old Mill being we. Perry Hall wins tonight. I we, like all that. And then we set up Old Mill versus Perry Hall for the wing ding there you championship go. thing. Saturday night. Saturday night. I love it. I love it. All right, Aaron, you're on Twitter. At the AO Stern. The show? Jobbing out show. Email? Jobbing out show at gmail.com. Baltimore Sun Rolling Wrestling Stone? stuff. Wrestling stuff. I'm at Glenn Clark Radio, glennclarkradio.com. Thanks again to Ben from Awesome Con as well as to Chris Nowinski for uh, Aaron Oster and for the main event. Vent. 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 Nobody heard that last one. AJ Francis, the Washington Redskins. I'm Glenn Clark. This has been Jobbing Out. Jobbing out.